We were just talking about you. Were you? We were. What about me? Philip, you, your, your camera is at a fucking disgusting angle, dude. You're gonna have to fix that for me. It's giving me like, it's giving me like motion sickness. No, I just sit sideways. Like, hey guys, <laughs> it's not the you sit sideways, but your shelves are like at an opposite angle. It's like a Dutch <laughs> angle for the shelves. God. I like the blue Pac-Man that you have back there. What is that? No, that's the baby feeder. Right? That's a what? <laughs> that's the thing. That you use to feed the babies. The thing over your shoulder. What is that, Chris? It's, right uh, it's right there. A gaming pillow. Oh, it's gaming so, pillow? It was, I'm going to need some funny. explanation on this one. Because, like, <laughs> it, you reached like back. No. I expected it to be right there next to you, but you reached way back. And then when you brought it forward, <laughs> it got bigger and bigger. It looked like some <laughs> kind of weird cartoon. It was way bigger than it looked. Nave, your stupid camera is like the, the wide angle, and he's just got the, the, the straight on camera, you know? Yeah, I have like a hundred and ninety degree camera. Like that can it makes my entire room like it, my entire living room's in the camera angle. But really, it's at a it's a huge. I don't know. It makes it look like you're really fast when you go go like in the when you're in the background <laughs> and you're walking by. Like oh my god, Nave's so fast. No, got bullet I time. mean, I have a pillow just like that, but it's for Jana to use when she's breastfeeding the baby. You put the baby on the pillow to hold him up. <laughs> So it's you, true. It does look tired. like that, and it, they probably got that idea from those pillows. But but it's an actual gamer pillow for like yeah. It's like so that when you're sitting down on like a couch orthopedic, or like orthodontic, what's or, no, ergonomic, no, whatever. Like you know? I don't like, think, I don't think it's anything like that. It's just like, so it doesn't hurt your bones. It's just a little bit more. Yeah, for your your fragile gaming bones, oh. right? You just. <laughs> Dude, so. Philip, speaking of baby, I saw this uh, picture on Twitter, right? Have you ever seen a baby x-ray machine? No. Dude, it looks like a, it's so everyone in the call, everyone in the replies to that picture was like, oh my God, is that a baby in a blender? It looks like a blender, <laughs> Philip. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, it's like a, because it's a baby. You can't be like, hey, don't move, baby, <laughs> because it's a baby. So they put it in this thing and it's just trapped like in a Mario tube. You know what I mean? It's like a see-through <laughs> Mario pipe. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense, actually. It's like, um, I'm trying to think of, there's another animal that whenever they like go to trim its claws or like check its stuff, they put it in a tube. You know a what I'm lion? talking about? Like a, like a, like a sock. A lion? Yeah, maybe. No. I'm trying to remember. Or it's like they need to clean its teeth. And so they need to like hold its arms back. So they like slide it into a tube and then they just tighten it down. My dog, Molly, yeah. has like incredible separation anxiety. And when we took her, when I took her to the vet, uh, we were like, hey, we should probably go back there with her because she's going to freak out. And then they're like, no, 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 don't go back. We're, we'll, we'll be at this. We're and then they came back, and we, I just hear my dog freaking <laughs> out in the background like it's being tortured to death. And then when they come back and they give us the paperwork, they're like, hey, your dog is really bad anxiety. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you sure? You. you figure it out? I don't know. God. Uh, oh, I got a story about that too. Like way back when my my wife was like a teenager or whatever, her uh, her dad – we have this cat named Puds, and it is a little shit. We call her Little Shitty for as a nickname. And she is terrible. She bites. She's mean. Really mean cat. Anyways, her dad got tired of it and is like, no, what? I'm just going to take it to the shelter. And, of course, my wife loves that cat. So she goes to the shelter, and she's like, hey, I think you guys have my cat in the back. Can I go back there and see? And they're like, 
look, we only got one cat back here, and it's a it's a real bitch. Like no one no one wants this. <laughs> And like this, this cat, no one likes this cat. <laughs> and she walks back there, and the cat loves her. By the way, and the cat's just like meow, 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 meow. You know, like it's like jumps on her and like nuzzles on her. Like, you rescued me. <laughs> this is angry old cat. Yeah. Anyways, hello and welcome to Gaming Together Cooperative Podcast. I'm your host Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner Nave. Each pod we play through a cooperative experience and related to you, the listener. If this game is a criminal or criminal cop or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. We got really carried away at the beginning of this one. The banter went on for like five whole minutes. <laughs> well, first off, I thought I was supposed to read that intro. Oh, you I mean, not not gonna, you never read it? You've read I it did, before. I did, I did read it the last time I was you, on. You get one. Come on. Oh, I only get one. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> we can read it. No, no we're not no, doing this game. We, God. <laughs> Which, this is Chris from One Hour, One Decision. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hi. The Chris Greetings. over there just uh, went through their hundredth episode. Philip, we're encroaching a hundred. Yeah, we were just talking about that. How usually when I know we have a guest coming on the pod, I go back and I listen to all their stuff so I can be knowledgeable when I talk to them. But I didn't this time, and so <laughs> when Nate told me you're on your hundredth episode, congratulations, man! Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, Chris, are you drinking again? <laughs> Always. Were you Always. drinking? You, you were drinking with us last night, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, I went hard on the paint, though. I, I'm I'm a little irresponsible <laughs> with drinking, so. I can only drink once a week and then I'm done. I'm I'm tapped oh, out. Really? I'm like I can't keep I can't keep doing this. I'm gonna die. <laughs> well, kudos to you to doing that. When you have three kids, then maybe you might have to deal with that. <laughs> one just walked in right now. Oh, kids be like that. So, how about you for our listeners at home that maybe have never listened to another episode of Gaming Together, which happened to have you on it? Uh, I'm, I'm lost in my own sentence. How about you tell us about one hour one decision? <laughs> Sure. Uh, it is a Xbox Game Pass podcast where uh, myself and my co-host Tom play a random game or listener-requested game on Xbox Game Pass, and we play it for an hour and decide if we want to keep playing it or not after that hour. So perfect. Said doing it for over a hundred episodes now, and uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. They recently did an episode where they like rank all of their games that they've recently played like the last like 40 or something like that yeah and all the games i like got eliminated real quick <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it was very oh, sad that was it like we were waiting to have you back on to challenge your ember decision because apparently <laughs> ember scored so highly with you guys for some reason <laughs> well I, I we had fun i had fun playing with it with tom on it that was the thing and it was just such a goofy game um i i mean i would the goof wears off. <laughs> I guess it does. I guess it does if you yeah. play long enough. Hold on one second. No rush. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing, though, also, is that they play a game for one hour, so it's the first hour. You kind of kind of have to, like, yeah. put yourself into that mentality because it's like, damn, I love Yakuza 2. But then they play an hour of Yakuza 2, and 48 minutes of that is a cutscene. Cutscene. Cut yeah, so I can see how you don't like that. <laughs> I, I mean, I... I kept that game, right? I I yeah. I um I actually purchased uh, Yakuza uh Kiwami 2. Yeah, and um it's been fun, but like I like I've been grinding now because I got stuck on that one uh mission and it's just been taking forever. Like I'm 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 just trying to beef them up as much as I can before I go back and try to you fight just that guy. Fill your pockets with royal energy drink or whatever it's called. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you, I should yeah, do that too. You should always be stocked up. Every single every single like 20 minutes I make a trip to the to the medicinal place <laughs> and buy some more. God. Yeah. All right. So we are a weekly gaming podcast 
and we're going to be talking about Gundam Evolution. But before we get there, let's check in with our little weekly gaming log and see what we've been playing. Nave, what have you been playing this week? I finished Kingdoms of Amalar, Philip. Good. Oh, um, good job, Nave. I'm so proud of you. Finishing the games a, you buy. Got all of the thousand gamer score in it. I, there's there's DLC wow. that I bought for it, but I was like, no. <laughs> I'm making a tactical decision. I'm going to do a tactical backflip away from it, away from that general direction. I want to play something else. That game took me like 60 hours and condensed into two weeks was like all of my time. It was bad. Um, but the game is, is good. The, is that the Re-Reckoning or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I played the Re-Reckoning edition. Okay. Um, it's 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 really good if you're looking for a 360 style Western RPG. It really reminded me of Mass Effect or like Alpha Protocol is what it was always reminding me of actually because I actually like Alpha Protocol. I think it's a very charming game. It's like Deadly Premonition. I'm like seven references in deep now. But um, yeah, Kingdoms of Amalar, pretty decent. Don't play it all at once because you're gonna burn out because it doesn't change. It is the same the whole time. So other than that, I bought Callisto Protocol and Philip. I beat Callisto, Callisto Protocol also. Oh, my God. You know, I watched wow. you stream some of this whenever I was like, I think it was at like Walmart or something like that. And I was just kind of like checking my <laughs> socials or whatever while Jana was shopping. And then I'm like, oh, Nave's on. And he's playing no Callisto. And I checked in and I'm going to have to get that game. It looks really good. It's great. Uh, That's it's, fascinating because I've heard only negative things about this. That's game. what I heard, too. Well, this is the thing. It's very specific. It looks like something, but it's something else. It's kind of like Scorn in a way, where like mm. you see this and you're like, oh, it's just, it's the creator of Dead Space made a game that looks like Dead Space in almost every way. But when you play it, this game's a fucking brawler. You are doing Tekken combos. Dude. Like once you get used to the, it's so melee focused that once you get used to how the fighting system works and how the dodge system works, uh, I was getting into the flow state in some fights where I'm like, I'm like, attack, attack, dodge, kinesis, throw him, punch this guy, hit the guy. There's a guy next to me. I got to throw him away too. And you're like throwing people into spikes like it's bullet storm and stuff like that. <laughs> like, um, you make it sound like uh, the Force Unleashed, but in the dark, the Dead Space universe or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, all of the things that people are saying negative about this game, they're right. So it's like if you don't have the patience for the things that they say, if, if you see what their people are writing about this game and go, ooh, I can't do that, you're probably not going to like the game as much as I do. But I have a pretty high tolerance for stuff like that if I enjoy the atmosphere of the game. And I really enjoyed the atmosphere. No pun intended because it's in space. But uh, space. I really enjoyed the atmosphere of this game. Um, I took tons of screenshots. The game is beautiful. The art direction is great. The lighting is awesome. The sound direction is great. Every all of that stuff is fantastic. It's just that you have to learn how to dodge. It's very unintuitive. Like, in this game, you when you, to dodge attacks, you can only dodge when you're being attacked, by the way. So that's also very strange. Oh. But um, you hold left or right, and as soon as an attack comes in contact with your body, you do, you'll, your character will dodge out of the way in the direction you're pointing. But you there's no timing window. So you just if you just fight every fight holding left, your character will just auto-dodge an attack, even if you had no idea an attack was coming, and then immediately switch to right, because you can't dodge in the same direction every time because you will get hit. You have to dodge left, right, left, right. You have to bob and weave like you're in boxing. It's pretty fun, though. That sounds like a, a less obnoxious form of blocking, like you're holding the block button, but it's like active blocking. Oh, so that's interesting. You can block in this game too, and it's like what is? I don't think Street Fighters like this, but there are some fighting games where the way that you block is like by backing away, by holding yeah. away from your opponent, you will block attacks, and that is how you block in this game by holding down. 
and blocking still takes damage, so it's almost always better to just dodge instead. But mm. if you but you can upgrade your melee attack so far that your block will actually like shock people as they're hitting you, so you're actually retaliating and stuff like that. Um Cholesterol Protocol is pretty good, and it's really short. And people are knocking it because it's short, but I love that it's short because I Please just got done playing game. a 70-hour-long fucking Western <laughs> RPG, and I really love these uh, weekend games. I'm not. I I think we should, everyone should probably wait for a sale for this game. Maybe like 30 or 40 bucks is a is sweet. Is that, that's that's a sweet spot for this game. But uh, I'm it's, glad I it's paid not 70 worth the for se- it. You oh okay. You're 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 glad you paid 70. But you think everyone else should wait till it's like 30, 40. Yeah. If you're if you're looking at the game and you're like, I'm very interested, then you it might be worth it the 70 also. But if you're on the fence, go ahead and just wait. Because it will go mm-hmm. on sale. And later on they're going they're coming out with a free update for new game plus and some shit, I guess some extra shit. But um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good good a good old time. Speaking of good old time, Philip. Metal Hellsinger got re released onto Game Pass. I saw that for another thousand points. You went back for it. You yes, went, it's what, what do you mean, re-release. What, what happened there? There's now two versions of it. The Xbox One version, the Xbox Series S and X version, was already oh. up there, but it wasn't available for Xbox One gamers. So they put out an Xbox One separate version for the Xbox One people. They they went back a generation to make it. You know, wow. And it, I was confused because I downloaded it because I'm like, oh, I don't have Metal Hellsinger downloaded. And I downloaded the new one, started it up, and I'm like, new game? What's going on here? <laughs> so so I, like, I then had it installed twice on my console. But Nave, I bet you went back just to re-1,000 point that game. Yep, I, I'm through the first level. That's what I was doing just before we were uh, we recorded. I literally, at 5.59, right on the line, I was still fighting the boss for the first level. But um, yeah, I'm going back and playing it. I don't know if it's locked at 30 frames. It definitely looks worse. Um, it's noted. It looks noticeably worse, but I don't know if it's locked at 30 frames or something. But something feels weird, and I and I've only had like 15 minutes with the game so far. But uh, something definitely feels weird w- about it. Did you check your calibration? Like, did you recalibrate for this one? Uh, no. Uh, the the default settings are actually decent for my setup. Um, I'm not sure how much because I I always recal I always calibrate whenever I play rhythm games. And usually the first or second pass of calibration is wrong. You know what I mean? And then you have to yeah. just keep calibrating it until it feels good. In this game, I calibrated it three times, and it kept feeling really wrong. And then I just reset it to zero just to see where the baseline was, and it felt, like, actually playable again. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I don't know what the hell's happening. I'm just going to play right here. This is fine. All right. Nice. Uh, That's some pretty good spread, Dave. Yeah, Metal Health Singer's good. All right, Chris, what have you been playing this week? <clears throat> I'm trying to slowly get through... Chinatown Detective Agency. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Classic. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. It's pretty cool. Um, Just finished uh, my hour with XO1, which is also on Game Pass. It's a very, very short game, apparently, because it's only, apparently, How Long to Beat says it's two hours. Is that the one where you're like a ship and you ride on the hills? I really enjoyed that one. Like, I haven't finished it yet, but I played like an hour and I'm like, this is quality, like, mechanic without. I don't know. There's no interruption to right. the game, it's, which I really it's satisfying. Like. For definitely, yeah. like it's been a satisfying experience so far, and um, always, always dabbling back into Marvel Snap because uh, yeah, I don't know why the game's game's pretty fun, pretty fun for me. Oh my god, Marvel Snap! I at work the other day 
was just staring at it in the Google Play Store, <laughs> just look, just like, <sighs> like, am I gonna download this? Because this is gonna probably distract me a lot. And I did well, not. I got scared yeah, and I ran away. I dropped it. Like I, I played it actively for like three weeks, and now I'm done. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Like, I, I feel like that's, that's how it's gonna be for me too. Like I'll play in bursts, like days, and then like just stop. And I, I don't know how I feel about how short the seasons are because it's like, it's kind of rough because like you're rushing to try to get all these things done, especially if you're trying to get those particular cards and all that stuff. And, and they're pretty expensive. The seasons. I, don't, I haven't used the store. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't bought anything, but they just came out with a, uh, it, it's not part of the season pass, but it's like a, in the cosmetic, they gave, they have a 90s themed gambit and rogue variant yeah um and it's 30 dollars. oh my god 30 dollars. listeners at home if you haven't played marvel snap there's actually no no pay to win or anything that i've noticed no. you only buy cosmetics it's the league of legends mentality of if you just want skins we got you so it's a card game where you can buy skins for your cards and most of them are based on the comics the marvel right. comics of course or they'll yep. have like pixel redos where it looks like a 16-bit or probably closer to 32-bit version of Magneto or something like that. Yeah, like, from like, like the old X-Men game. Like name's a sweater. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> he's got a Pikachu from Pokemon Yellow on there. I should put this on our Instagram. It's very <laughs> the sweater's pretty good. It is cool. But Marvel Snap is good. It's a good game. It's good. I don't even like card games. It was really fun. I'm um what's the last thing I've been playing? Uh oh, and uh Warhammer Warhammer Dark Tide. Ooh, on PC? On PC. Yeah. So that's Can't been, wait for it to come to console. Cool. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're just like looking over the fence like, man, one day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Um, it's a good time. And uh, a couple of friends that are that are really getting into it with their particular classes and stuff like that. So it's been fun. Nice. Oh, which, by the way, Philip, you, you didn't watch the Game Awards, did you? Because nah, you're smart. No. Yeah, I, I I ended up watching it for some reason. Well, I was I was playing Callisto Protocol and I just had it up on my phone, just on my knee, and I'm just kind of looking okay. down at yeah. it, like what's going on now. <laughs> there was. Do you remember the Scored game Warhammer win? Space Marine? No, Score didn't win anything. I don't know how. Uh, do you remember yeah, Warhammer? I remember. Space I Marine? never bought it. It was like six dollars at GameStop always. <laughs> that game is getting a a sequel, Philip. Yeah. I need I don't you doubt to look it. up. Yeah. I need you. What do you mean you don't doubt it? That game came out in like 2009. Or something Dude, it like doesn't that. matter. It has. It looked a pretty title. good, though. It has. It looked not really key. good. That was the thing. Yeah. I saw it like I was just ooh, <laughs> like it's so gory. It looks so pretty. But there's been there's been a lot of Warhammer games like pretty recently, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They're really free with the IP as far as like games. Games Workshop has Warhammer, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It seems like anybody that wants to can just like make a game for them. Yeah. Which is very pretty smart cool. because that's how I've been exposed like completely to it, like Vermintide and and. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is that other game? Warhammer, uh, Necromunda. Total War, right? The Total War version. There's yeah, a Total War yeah, also. Total War one. God, and it looks so good. I want a computer yeah. so bad. <laughs> what are you missing? Game? What are you missing at this point? My computer? Uh, I don't know. Like, if you're going to repair I, your old computer. I think uh, I need a hard drive, absolutely. But I think what actually failed was like my power supply. I think my power oh. supply has got a short. It died in a thunderstorm. I thought that was a myth. I thought that was a myth, but a lightning struck nearby and blew my computer up. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh my god. At least it wasn't my Series X, because I had only just Ooh. gotten it, really, at that point. You yeah. got a surge protector on that bad boy? Mm, 
maybe i don't know it's just in a power strip it's in a oh, it's it's a horrible it looks like medusa's head down there i don't even like looking yes. down there there's a billion <laughs> cords god all right uh let's go right into the games i've been playing nave shipbreaker chris yes. shipbreaker shipbreaker Dude, it's like Power Wash Simulator, but in space. It is oh, so no. good. It's it is. so satisfying when you get nice cuts. Oh, oh. Like that. <laughs> oh. that's just it. Well, it's like I try to avoid doing any cuts as I can. I go straight for the links, of course. You mm. know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. links. But every once in a while, I'll go to cut a link. And Nave, you haven't played it, but you have a laser, right? And you yeah. fire your laser, and you can like do a dark, dark dead space, dead space, where you have the line cutter, and you can go shwink, shwink, and make it horizontal or vertical. Sometimes I'll goof it and I'll just like fire it and I'll just the laser will completely miss what I'm trying to cut and I'll just cut a huge gouge in the side of a spaceship where it looks like someone just did like a you know I got a three man katana and I just slashed open the ship and I just see some vent as it get, like there's still pressurized and stuff's getting sucked out and it like it God there's the game is so good because especially in the beginning you're learning how to play and yeah. you are so bad in the beginning like it took oh, yeah. me like five days in game to which your days are only 15 minutes long, by the way, but five in-game days to tear down one ship. Like that same ship, I can tear down in like one 15-minute burst at this point. I am so I fast. I didn't realize that there, um, that you actually, that time actually passes. Oh my God. I don't, I, I have to think like, because that first ship, I didn't even finish it in my first hour. That's like, you I, go back I went to back it. and, yeah. Yeah. So, but like it was, it was it was fun. Like it was satisfying. Like Tom didn't like it at all because like this is work. It is but, work. But like <laughs> I don't know. It was it was kind of fun just to be able to like just zone out and just do this. It feels like a puzzle because there's yeah. one point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one aircraft that had or spacecraft. Excuse me for all you space fans out there. <laughs> you just offended everyone. It had uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson's coming after three you. major engines on it. But the engines were, of course, connected to the fuel cells or whatever, the fuel tanks, because they had like yeah. liquid fuel or whatever. And so it's like I cut all three of the like thrusters off the end. But then I was like, oh crap, there's so many like tubing of fuel going back to the fuel receptacle that <laughs> I can't make it back there or like to the front. I didn't realize at the time because like I just go, I'll just cut the line. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> I cut the line, and next thing I know, fire is just launching out of the sides of the ship. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and the oh. whole thing explodes, and it just kills me. And I'm like, reload oh, you last did save. Die. Okay, yeah. reload last save. I'm I'm going back. Wow. What you have to do is you have to grab onto the center receptacle, pull out your cutter. You have to cut each section because there's four pipes coming into the engine. You have to cut mm -hmm. all four. Flames are shooting around you. You have to hope the flames don't point towards you when you cut them. And then you have to fly into the fuel tank and go all the way to the back where there's a button that you press that vents the fuel before it what? can burn. And you have to press it and it'll vent the fuel and it'll stop the fire. And out of the three engines, I was able to do it on one. <laughs> like out of my three tries once i figured it out because i'm like Jeez. i know i can do this i did it the first time failed the next two times <laughs> or it's like in the nuts. next ship where i'm like all right I'm, I'm a hot dog i can get out there i can do what i want i go out there i'm like i'm gonna cut. oh look all the fuel cells are on the outside this time easy i'll just cut them free i go to cut one of the fuel cells but my laser pierces through the connection oh. point cuts open the side of the <laughs> fuel tank and i'm like oh and everything explodes. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic game 
And that makes me think of the uh, – that's so stupid that it's like uh, the last podcast on the left is talking about someone. I can't remember his name. I talked about it last week. They talked about him this week too. And um, he died in an explosion in his – in his closet where he had a bunch of explosives <laughs> he was mixing stuff and he was mixing it in like a coffee tin and what they speculate happened was that he dropped a thing full of volatile explosives and then tried to catch it and then like launched it harder into the ground and they just heard one explosion and then one really big explosion <laughs> and oh, then he was God. so stupid and the last words that anyone ever heard him say was, uh, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> They're talking about the explosives in the closet. He told someone not to worry about it. And 10 minutes later, he's dead. Poor guy. All right. So that's my good game of the week. Uh, well, I can talk about another good game. Uh, Jana bought me an early Christmas present of a mic in Rock Band 4. And Nave, you yes. have to also give me an early Christmas gift of the American Idiot album and... Like a whole bunch of killer songs, cake, and yeah, some panic in the disco. Yeah, you you know what I listen to. I'm still stuck in the early 2000s emos phase or whatever. <laughs> That's funny you say that. I know what you listen to because I, I sat there thinking, what does Philip listen to? And I'm trying to remember all the times I hear you singing to your singing to your cat or singing to uh, <laughs> your or your wife or whoever you sing to because I can never yeah, see. I sing to lots of people. Yeah, I do too. But you, but you do the thing that I do too, where you just mix the word. You put other people's names into the song and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. like trying to remember what the fuck the song actually was. All right, but yeah, Rock Band's really good. Uh, we've already put in, I think, like four hours or so because it was like I got it, and then Chan is like, "I want to sing," and I'm like, "I also want to oh. sing." And then like my daughter's like, "Dad, can you drive me over to my, you know, this one person's house? I'm babysitting their kids or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll drive you if you sing a song." You know, just trying to get her to play or whatever. And then she's like, oh, okay, I'll sing. She gets in there and she's like, oh, can I sing another? Next thing you know, she's singing like three songs in a row. I'm like, no, it's my turn. Give me the mic. <laughs> and she's like, I want to keep singing. But You know, Don't you can me. hook up more than one microphone, Philip. So it sounds Dude, like you need to get that I know, I need to get more going. mics. Because uh, I tried just using the Xbox headset. Or oh, yeah, my, not this reliable. kind of headset I'm using. It is unreliable. Cannot hit a pitch with that thing at all. Mm. It picks but up everything. Four. That's the problem. Really good. Now to talk about bad games. Marvel's Avengers. Are you guys familiar? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. You played that? I, I tried to play Marvel. Yeah, okay. There was a challenge on Bing Rewards, which is like getting an <laughs> achievement in Marvel's Avengers for, you know, 10 cents. And I'm like, I'm desperate. So, <laughs> yeah, right? Why not? <laughs> yeah. So I'll play that. And so I get in there. I have never felt more sick to my stomach playing a video game, a modern video game. Really? Game is disgusting. Like, probably how people have, the complainers about Scorn, how they feel about Scorn, that's how I was feeling playing this travesty of a game. <laughs> it is possibly the worst game I've ever played on an Xbox console. Like, it was, wow. Nate, we need to do it for the pod. Oh no! It is so See, I was, I was, I, that's why I stopped talking because I just wanted you to forget I was here so that he didn't. I, I, bring it up. Wait, but I, I mean, I, I mean, did you play it? I have played it. I, I just didn't. Um, I thought that people didn't like the cooperative part, but the the actual story campaign story. was decent. Okay, because I started the game <laughs> and uh, like instantly it was like. It was like 30 minutes of tutorial where it taught me how it, this game is as deep as a Lego game, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Lego game that yeah. they then put Diablo mechanics on top where you get to constantly, you know, do microtransactions to pay for gear. But mm -hmm. that's not the, that's, I'm not complaining about that. That's that's standard <laughs> in the industry, I guess, yeah. or for Marvel, whatever. But anyways, 
the problem with me is like going through that tutorial and I'm like, fine, uh, start me a match so I can get one achievement in this game. And I start, I just hit start like, and I guess that's not what you're supposed to do. There's an actual story that goes along with it. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the campaign, um, again, I, I've heard it's actually pretty good. Uh, I haven't finished it, but the campaign is supposed to be pretty good. And you, you start off as, uh, uh, playing as, uh, Kamala Khan, uh, Ms. Marvel. Okay. So, well, I just hit like quick match. Com- and I was like, pick your Kamala character. Khan. Ms. Marvel. Oh, that that's the name. Yeah, that's of her. her. Yeah, her like uh, Kal-El or whatever. Okay, sure. I don't know anything yeah, her about alien name. I don't know anything about. <laughs> I know Kal-El because my mom loves watching uh, Supernatural. Smallville. That's oh. it. <laughs> <She's> like, Supernatural. <laughs> totally it's God, it all CW. Head, it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I played as Lady Thor, and she was actually pretty cool because you could. Like whenever you did it, use your super, you can like control Milner and like send a bounce around everyone. And I'm like, this is cool. But then I realized that it was just like an endless fetch quest type thing mm. where it was like drop in the area, fight the enemies, fight the enemies for five minutes until this gauge fills up, move to the next area. Yeah. And so I was feeling like this might just be early game because I was level one. Yeah. But then the weird thing is I was put in with a bunch of people that were level like 60, 70, 85. And I'm like, and they're they like one on people, of course. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I'm level one. And I'm like, man, ready to go, these guys, guys are playing up. with me. Like, what, what, what are they gaining from this? Or what am I? I don't know. The game disgusts me, but I want to play more. <laughs> it reminds me like when i i remember back in elden ring whenever it was like the the second week of the game and basically everyone was at uh radon you know what i mean and i yeah. just stood there just helping people because i was like getting really good at the fight and for like eight hours i just helped people beat radon to the point where i was meeting the same cast of characters every time <laughs> where like i was like meeting another person i was like oh look you like you're helping you're helping this guy too uh or like i would meet the same guy that would die instantly and oh, he would yeah. be like oh whenever he'd see me because <laughs> I, I looked again. very i looked very different from everyone else i had like a bunch of armor on i was a huge boy but it's like what are you gaining from this and i'm just like i'm just having fun i think this fight's yeah. good <laughs> no i mean that's just that if these guys are just having fun destiny is free to play you could have gone and played <laughs> destiny and had a better experience than you would in marvel's avengers hey yeah. i mean Knocking Destiny like that, I will say the shooting uh, mechanics are always has always been like top tier with Bungie. And no, their... I'm saying Destiny is good. It's free to yeah. play. Halo Infinite oh, is free to play. Go yeah. play anything else. From Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you say. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's true. All right. Uh, well, just uh, now that we're done talking about terrible games, let's just talk, talk about mildly horrible games. <laughs> Gundam Breakers Mobile. So this is a, a bit of a lead in for how I feel about this Gundam game we're going to talk about. I had a very positive experience. Spoilers. Okay. But I had recently dropped Marvel Snap, so I needed more mobile games because I already have 20 installed on my phone, but I always want more. <laughs> and I was like, maybe there's got uh, Bandai Namco, Band- <clears throat> they love to make their app games. I love their Dragon Ball one. Maybe they have a Gundam one. I look, they do have a Gundam one. This is game developers. Do not make a game like stupid Gundam Breakers Mobile. So I don't know what you guys expect from your Gundam game. But let me give you give me the, let me give you the play by play of how this goes in. So you are a generic white dude, I guess, maybe possibly Japanese, very light skinned dude. Uh, you are walking in a mall, and a high school girl approaches you, and she's you know anime girl. She then hits on you and asks you to go into a Gundam store with you, a Gunpla store or whatever, 
where they're, apparently they're having a Gundam Battles Breakers tournament. And you're like, Wait, why so would I go with story, you? Wait, so in the story, Gundam is a pro- intellectual it's property? A, it's a toy. Yeah. Okay. It's a toy. <laughs> and so then she takes you into the store and you're like, why did you bring me in here? And she's like, I'm the only girl here and everyone keeps hitting on me. So I want you to pretend to be my boyfriend. That way no one will hit on me. And I'm like, this is disgusting. Do you become like, her boyfriend? I don't know. I assume you do because that's obviously the, well, the I gotta audience. Know now. Oh my god, the audience they are appealing to is most likely the teenage boy that wants an anime girl to be like, come protect me from all these other boys that keep hitting on oh me at the Gundam god. convention. So me? It is. <laughs> oh god. I, I installed it very quickly after I saw the gameplay also consist of auto battles, where it's just, you hit autoplay, your Gundam goes in fights, and then you get <laughs> oh, more yeah. parts. Which, Nave, your first Gundam is Jim. Your base Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to tell me not to play this? <laughs> well, no. Instantly, you get better parts. Even it's like Zaku parts. And you just hit, like, equipped best parts. And you you get this Frankenstein of a Gundam that <laughs> oh, then no. goes out in auto fights for you. And I'm just like, God. It looks and then like you Mr. Get Potato interrupted. Head, but, like, you attach a bunch of Mr. Potato yes, Head arms Yes, it's like that. You, you're, like, you're, you're like, oh, I got an arm from a, a Gundam model, whatever. Because I don't know the model numbers or names. And it's just, like, insane crap like that. All I know is, like, I'm no longer Jim. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you look at your robot looks in his hands. <laughs> it's the, uh, God, what was, is that? A, that's a Marvel movie, right? Where it's the, the, the ship of Terabithia or whatever. It's No, that was it. It was WandaVision, where they're like, if you change every piece of the ship, at what point is it no longer the ship? Oh, that's like, uh, the, what is it, the ship of Theseus or something? That's, that's like what a, I said. That's a thing. <laughs> yes. That's a thing. They where, talk like, about it in the show, yeah. The ship is like going across the river, and they are slowly repairing it. Yeah, that, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. But anyways, this game is terrible. Don't download it. <laughs> it seems to just be a gotcha machine with... Uh, I don't know. Weird tribe dream fulfillment. If you're a lonely nerd that only hangs out with Gundam, people yeah, over or one million downloads though. On yeah, I know, places. right? That's nuts. Looks like you're in the minority, Philip. <laughs> oh my god, obviously. I mean, the game looks good, but I just couldn't handle the game at all. Everything in the <laughs> game, <laughs> like it looks good on paper. Just don't play it. Uh, and with that, that covers all the games I've been playing this week, except Nay Backlog Buster. I beat Kirby uh, Lost Planet. What's it called? Uh, Kirby, Lands. He eats the car. Yeah. Car, car, lands and Kirby. in between. Yeah, car. I beat Kirby car, and that game is really good. That game is tasty good. Just go everyone go play mode. the Kirby. Game. Yeah, just just <laughs> play the Kirby game. That's the one that won game of the year, or not game of the year. Um, you got game of the year. <laughs> no, favorite like family game or something like that. Okay, yeah, I think it was yeah, family of the year because it's co op, one hundred percent local co op. Oh, uh, it is like helper co op though. It is like. You like know, whoever life. the second player is, yeah, or they Resident Evil Revelations, they just pop back up. Yeah, exactly. Revelations like is hard <laughs> for the co-opers because you don't have a gun. You know, you're the flashlight guy, <laughs> or the girl that can see the zom- the invisible zombies. <laughs> yeah. You're just like over there. <laughs> Where? I don't help me. Help me better. But uh, Lapin, the bunny game that I was talking about before, that was really cute. It's on Game Pass. I got soft locked. Well, probably hard locked actually, where I can't trigger a cutscene. So oh, no. that's going into the retired category for me. But that puts my backlog buster at 27%, only 288 games to go. 
dude, I thought I got soft locked in uh, Kingdoms of Amalur because oh, no. there, I like I was <laughs> doing, I was full on walkthrough, right? I was like, what are yeah. the important things I need to do just to get all the achievements? Because uh, there's a billion shits that I didn't do in that game, a whole bunch of missions I didn't just skipped over, and um, there was this one mission. It was at the very end of the mission, and uh, it's like the at, like a very end of a chain of missions. I mean or quests, or whatever the fuck they're called. You talk to this lady who shows up at the camp, and she's like, I need you to go in there and kill this dude. And I'm like, okie dokie, and then you go do it. The lady didn't show up. I would sleep for 24 hours. Lady wasn't showing up. And you know it's you know who it is because there'll be a quest marker above her head and yeah. on the mini-map and stuff. So I would, I would leave to my house, and then I'd sleep in the house and then come back, and then she's not there. And I was fucking losing my mind, Philip, because I am like five hours away from the end of this game. Right, and I'm, and and this will stop me from getting all of the achievements. This one thing, and I'm like, why is this happening to me? I've been playing this game for 80 hours. I'm like losing my fucking mind on stream, right? <laughs> I'm like trying to like cope with it, and yeah. turns out she is there. There's just no quest marker. The quest marker is bugged. It's not there. But I walked oh, around okay. sarcastically. You know how I get, Philip. I'm like, I'm gonna go to every person and I'm gonna look at them for 10 minutes and I'm gonna <laughs> read their name really slowly. And if it's not her, I'm gonna freak out. And then she was like the second person I saw, and I was like, oh. Never mind. Oh. I'm going to start this quest. <laughs> Go from orange alert to yellow alert. <laughs> All right. Well, that covers the games we played this week. Move right to Nave. What did you buy? I bought something. Fuck, I forgot about this part. I bought something. But uh, I mean, I oh, think I bought no. Callisto Protocol. Or did yeah, I buy that, that last it. week? And then you, you bought it and then beat it. Oh, uh, I pre-ordered uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. That's what I bought. Nice. Because I'm hearing, I'm hearing some, I'm hearing some good things. Yeah, I mean, I think that one's on my wish list as well. Like maybe I'll, I'll get it later. And it's only, only like forty bucks. It's like a, it's like a cheapo, cheaper game. Chris, you a Final Fantasy boy? Are you a pretty sword boy with the rest of us? <sighs> no, unfortunately. Oh um, no. But I was, uh, I was curious. I need to download that. You reminded me though. I need to download that um, demo. Was it for, for Forspoken on PlayStation? Oh yeah, classic, right? Yeah, oh wait, no. What was no, that demo? Forspoken's new. Forspoken's new, yeah. Nave, can I think you get a demo for a game that's decent. not coming to Xbox now anymore or something like that? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't remember. I need to check that. That sounds like oh, me. I need, and I just actually, I did purchase a game, uh, oh, which okay. was a Plague Tale um, Innocence. Oh, yeah. Because did you ever play it? I did. I mean, we, we did play it for the uh, we did play it for the show, and I was excited to go back to it, and then you I found did. out that they... They pulled it from the library. I was like, oh, no. So Yeah, that got me, too. I'm on, like, the second to last chapter in that game, I think, and it's oh. not on Game Pass anymore. I'm just like, uh, and then Philip is like, well, don't play it. Just play the new one. Just fucking go. Yeah, I really? Like, just play the go new on. one. That uh, or if you just wait a little bit, Epic gave that one away on their Epic Games of the uh, Month or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they, a long time ago they did, but they, they come back around in the Epic store. Okay. Well, It I just takes them a while. It. So wait like two years and you'll, they'll probably give it to you. Oh, perfect. You'll just return, you'll return your copy. Yeah. Well, I put oh. it off of the Microsoft store. So I remember oh, what I was going to say before now that I never announced that I was going to say something and I forgot. Um, so yes. we were talking about your show, One Hour, One Decision, about like it was the it was the Yakuza part. And then we went off on a tangent and then I never <laughs> came back around. But I was getting, the point I was getting to was he had just – they had just played Vampire Survivors, Philip, And that is a oh. game – that in the first hour is not a good game, but you just no. gotta get over. You gotta get through that part. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, but sure, it gets we'll so much that. better. Like it's weird because it, it gets better 
and then you realize it's like you see the matrix and then it doesn't matter anymore how like the quality of game because at that point you're just like mastering it it's like instead of just it's like learning to skate. Like first you learn to skate, and then you're like, "Oh, like, this sucks. I'm so shitty." Then you learn to kickflip, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, I'm finally getting better." And then it's like, "Now I'm doing a cry stare, and it, nothing <laughs> matters." But see, like, but that's the thing. Like you, you say you're mad. I feel like you're not mastering anything. All you're doing is you're mastering avoiding things. You're not actually doing anything. Other it's all than about that. the build. But I don't know. Oh, also, you slowly unlock more. It's like Binding of Isaac, where you slowly unlock more weapons and and like utility items. And so, like the builds get weirder and weirder. And like you start to kind of, like Philip was saying, once you start seeing the matrix, you start kind of maneuvering around the bad things and getting the good. It just turns into a serotonin machine. Yeah, it's just like watch the numbers go up after a while. I don't and know. there's I think there's DLC coming out pretty soon. Like I think by the time this episode's out, actually, there should be some DLC for the game that came out. Oh, okay. But also, it's funny that you asked if he was a Final Fantasy boy because me and Chris just whose podcast was it supposed to be on? Because there was like eight people there. <laughs> oh, um, super super podcast oh, saga, super best friend pod. Oh, uh, super best friend pod. Oh my god, uh, Scabzilla. This is yeah, me. Aaron. I Aaron? think it's a super podcast saga. Super saga. Yeah. Okay. But his yes. first question, it was like a, it was like a trivia show thing. And his first question was, "What is the main character of Final Fantasy VIII's name?" And he's just like, "Uh, oh. is it Titus? No, it's Squall. Squall. It's Squall. Oh. But the, yeah, it was, since it was the first one, it was like, who wants to be a millionaire? Rule. So the answers got harder, or the questions yeah, got harder. Yeah. So since it was like, it was like Thunder, Storm, <laughs> Squall, <laughs> or." cloud and then yeah. like, well, actually cloud is someone's name I, I was just yeah oh my it. god i didn't realize there was a naming convention for the protagonist yeah after all this is time there? lightning cloud squall they're all storm related what is a squall it's, it's uh, like a rainy I'm storm s- on sea yeah. kind of thing yeah. i'm learning today listeners i'm learning something Hold on. Oh, i gotta make sure i'm not crazy okay a sudden violent gust of wind or a localized storm especially bringing rain or snow Speaking of just random words, I speak baby speak to my dog. I infant, I've infantilized <laughs> my dog that I treat her like a baby child. And um, I, one of the names I call her is Squib. It is just a Philip knows. I've said Squib. I've named a character yeah. in Solasta Squib Halion or something. Squib is just a satisfying sound for me. Like I like the, that. Well, it's sound. a word too. Well, it is a word. I learned that on the last podcast on the left when they were talking. It's like a thing that. In movies, it's a when you know how people get shot. You know the scene in RoboCop with the with the robot that shoot the guy shoots the guy up and he's like ah 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 just getting shot up. Those bl- those bloody things that yep, shoot out yep. of them. That's what a yep, squib is. Squibs. Yep. Wait, I didn't know that. I thought a squib yeah. was like an explosive that fails to detonate or something. Oh, I mean, what? maybe that's where they got it from. Hold on, mm. <laughs> Phillips on the case. <laughs> mm, the. Uh, American Dictionary is saying that it's a small firework that burns with a hissing sound before exploding. <laughs> what? Are we all wrong? Wow. Okay. Words are made up. Everything's fake. Yeah, clearly. Okay. Another thing is a in in the military, it can be a similar device used to ignite an explosive or launch it or launch a rocket. Is an Isn't explosive like squib. Do they use well, no, you, th- okay? No, <laughs> I think the point of the squib, I think they're supposed to be kind of like sparklers or something like that. They're like a sparkly firework type thing, maybe huh. like they they're supposed to bring the flame instead of exploding, per se. 
How did well, we get here? Know. Did I do this? Yes. We all okay. well, let's talk about our Patreon. So let's thank our patrons. Where, where's the Patreon list? Yeah, you didn't put I it, have in, it. The, in the notes. I didn't put it in the notes this time. <laughs> Wait, uh, I, I mean, think I can do it from memory. Uh, Michael Superbacker, an insane cracker, Jacob. Yep. Uh, Morgan Pinecone, Intergalactic yep. Podcast, and uh, Nick from... Yep, you got one more. There's one more? Uh, yep. Come on, uh, German or maybe European. Sorry if oh, not Hobble. German. Hobble. Hobble, yeah. Good. Well, Nick thank you, Friday everyone, I forgot everyone who got named there. Uh, <laughs> if you join, you can get early access to our Listening Together episodes where we break down OSTs and list them together. Uh, our latest one... Last of Us? Question mark. We do this every. <laughs> we recorded it so far back, and it has been on the Patreon. Like it doesn't release until the fifteenth, like in four days. This episode, it'll be out by the time this episode comes out. But back then, you would have gotten early access to it for like a whole month. Our next one we're we're working on. We're going to be uh, listening to Kingdom Hearts two. But Chris, do you have an OST you would like to recommend that we check out? Ooh. Not off the top of my head right now. Uh, oh, right, well, we'll, just, we'll take it as a no. I would, Moving say, on. I would say outer, uh, the Outer Worlds, if you haven't. Outer Worlds? Yeah. Or Ooh. Outer Wilds? Not Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds. Are you sure? The Obsidian game. <laughs> I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's, such the, that's the most unfortunate thing that's ever happened to those guys. But I think that game's <laughs> successful, the Outer yeah. Worlds one. Yeah, it was a cool game. I mean, that's interesting you say that. Because, like, have you listened to the Fallout soundtracks? Or OSTs? No. Not necessarily the... They do not be hidden. What? No. what? Good. They're good. It, it's like ninety percent of the songs is just wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like just droning as you're walking through the wasteland. I, I was thinking of more of the, the oh. Okay, yeah, the music is good, but if you actually listen to like the background, there's no Skyrim music. It is just like like every once in a while you're like patriotic trumpets in the loading screens, but then when you're in the game, it is just like I mean, ambience. I, I I remember when I first loaded up that game, I I was on the I was on the intro screen for like ten minutes because I thought that music was really good. Yeah, the music is really good on the intro. Yeah, but I, the rest of it is not. I, don't know, like I mean, that. I don't know. I mean, because I'm not sure. Like, the, I'm I'm I'm, all, I'm basing it just on that song in itself, <laughs> like the rest of the soundtrack. But but it was that was really good. Um, all right, and I would just I would I would assume that the rest of it was good because there like I mean there is music throughout the game that was. Kind of like that or orchestral kind of stuff. It yeah. was, it was pretty good. Philip, which radio station did you listen to? Uh, I'm jump between the classical and the. Uh, wait, is there a classical? There's a lady with the violin. Is that New Vegas or? I don't remember the. Oh, I, I always listen to Three Dog. Yeah, Three Dog. Of three course. Dog. Really oh, and you're listening to <laughs> what is it? Galaxy News Radio. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I don't remember. I don't remember. God, that sounds like something from a movie. I think it just. It's been so long. Yeah, it has been so long. Anyways. All right. Nave, let's talk about the Twitter. Nave, we have double tweets this week. Yeah, we did it twice. Because I didn't think you were going to do it. And so I put out a tweet telling everyone that you weren't going to do it, basically bullying you online. And then you (laughs) tweeted a minute later. A minute later. (laughs) And I'm like, hold on. Did you get a notification that I tweeted and then you went to tweet really fast? (laughs) No, my, so I was recovering. I was in hangover mode. I was laying in bed, recovery position, you know, <laughs> the classic. And um, my dog, who gets very lonely when I don't go to work, she just bounced off of my head and woke me up. And she has very sharp claws. So she, like, gouged my eyeballs out. Ooh. And then as soon as I woke up all pissed off, she just she just lays there and she's just like, I, I love you, though. 
I love you. Please don't kill me. Please don't snap me in half like you always threaten to do. But uh, then I was like, I'm going to tweet and then go back to bed. And then I didn't go back to bed. Nice. Well, your tweet, you asked anybody to write in about the game, the anime, or the show, anything you know to have to do with Gundam, and we'll talk about it. No one tweeted or replied or whatever. Very sad. Rip. Oh. But on mine... I asked what your favorite Gundam or mobile suit was, and if not, what's your favorite giant robot? And once again, nobody replied. So, Chris, what is your favorite <laughs> giant robot? Let's just go around and talk about our favorite giant robots. Wait, did we hit the break? No, we're just we're just talking. We're just chilling. This is okay. us doing the Twitter. Line up. <laughs> <laughs> the the one. Um... You know, say the Iron one John. Gundam that I I'm, I'm like I'm actually trying to find the um, Gunpla. Like I think eventually I want to build this one. Um, it's a Gundam called Epion, and oh, no. it's a uh, it's That's pretty it's a pretty badass, pretty badass looking one. I'll, I'll send you a link of how it looks. But um, Philip, you just made my no, brain angry him. because you said don't say Iron Giant, and it just reminded me <laughs> that multiverses <laughs> oh, one fighting game of the year. Multiverses really? did. Multiverses? Yes, that game. They beat yeah. anyone else. Well, this is the thing too. Sifu was in the fucking fighting game of the year. Yeah. Sifu's not a fighting <laughs> game. Sifu? What do you no. mean? <laughs> but you fight in the game. Yeah, you it's fight in almost up, every game. Of? It's a beat em <laughs> like, Yeah. Okay. I don't get that. Yeah, I see this guy. He's got like a scorpion tail. He's pretty sick. Or dragon tail. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a tail. It's actually like a whip attached to the. Oh, okay. It's attached to the hand. It's like it was like a villain. What series was he from? Um, I think this was Gundam Wing. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was. It was like that. That. That's that. Um, series. It was like it was animated really well too, which was like which was awesome. But yeah, it was on Toonami for a while. I don't know if you guys ever watched. Toonami, oh yeah, but... we're definitely gonna get into that in a little bit. Uh, yeah. But that's a great giant robot, Nave. Do you have a giant robot that's your favorite? Uh. Uh, Cyrax from Mortal Kombat. He's not a giant a robot. Giant. He's, he's, he's human size. size. He's pretty. Oh, Come oh, on. you know what? How about this? Uh, Liberty Prime from Fallout. Okay, 3. that's good. Fallout. Yeah. Hell yeah! Better dead than red. <laughs> I fucking love Liberty Prime. <laughs> what about that's you? Uh, I'd say probably like Eva One, the purple and green from Evangelion. Oh, all right. I mean, I just think it looks cool. I like the I like the skinny robot. You guys ever watched Big O? Big, oh, Big O is awesome. Oh, Big O is a good wait, one too. I think I, last time you were on, I brought up Big we O. We talked about Big yes, O. I think you did bring up Big O again. <laughs> it's such a good, it was such a cool concept. I was every time it came on, I'm like, this isn't Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's funny you bring up Inuyasha. Me and Jan are rewatching that right now. And dude, uh. did you know that like Kagome and Inuyasha are like 14 and 15? They're like what? really young. That doesn't yeah, surprise it is me. Like, that doesn't yeah. surprise me at all. Kagome's in like middle school. It just got a crook at some point, <laughs> especially with like Moroku's like, can you bear my children? Like, yes. <laughs> dude, I love Moroku so much. were like, man, this is not How holding up my modern day standards. That's like, dude, that's, that's just Pokemon and Brock following them around. And Brock's like 30 years old. <laughs> and Ash is supposed to be 10. <laughs> like, why are you hanging out with this guy? God, it's so, it's in some rough spots. So yeah, oh. uh, I recommend Inuasha Evangelion. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right, let's take a episode. break. Yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. 
All right. Do you have a time constraint? Because I never asked. Ideally, if we can get done in the next half hour, that'd be great. Mm, okay. We're not going to probably make it. So we're probably going <laughs> to let you go at some point. Yeah. You, you could just bounce out whenever you got to. Yeah. Just give me a give me a wave or a signal that you're ready to go. Or I'll just aim for 730 or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we haven't got to the review. That's great. I know. We're having too much fun. <laughs> okay. Oops. Sorry, listeners. And we're back. Who care? Dude, uh, so fucking... Oh, wait. Oh, wait hold God. on. I'm going to take us on a tangent again. But last... Uh, sacred Symbols. <laughs> last episode, they were making fun of the people on YouTube who are like, skip an hour and a half ahead if you want to hear anything gaming related. And they're just making fun of that guy. <laughs> like, fuck you, <laughs> random guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like yeah. we've talked about it before. Like, we hope the beginning of the show can like cover anybody that doesn't want spoilers for the game or something like that. But this game doesn't have any spoilers, so it's no. like I don't. Whatever, whatever. And we're back. Gundam Evolution, developed and published by Bandai Namco, creators of everything. It seems they've made a lot of crap. Uh, released September twentieth, twenty twenty two. Gundam Evolution is an online free-to-play FPS title in which players take control of mobile suits from the hit Gundam anime and challenge other plays, players excuse me, in 6 versus 6 objective-based battles. Featuring fast-paced action and immersive controls, players can switch between many different mobile suit units to suit their ever-changing battle conditions, utilize their unique characteristics, and cooperate with teammates to secure the win. Steam Store. Now, Thanks, Gabe. Chris, you got into this earlier uh, when we started talking about Gundam Wing, but what is your history or preconceptions of the Gundam franchise or this game as a whole? Go. Yeah, I mean, I was I was really into that that series, Gundam Wing, because it was on Toonami. And yeah, just who doesn't love giant robots? Like it's, uh, especially ones that now apparently can fly in space and do some like really cool maneuvers. Like it was, it was badass. Uh, I, I Oddly, I haven't played a Gundam game outside of maybe this and maybe one other like years ago. But yeah, oh, there was a fighting game, I think, a Gundam fighting game like way back oh, in the we day. We were talking about what? that. Yeah, we were like, man, I wish they did Fighter Z, but Gundams. That's what we were yeah. talking about whenever we were playing this game at one point. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's so when when you guys like talked about it, like, hey, we're going to do this show, uh, episode on Gundam, I was like, oh. You know what? Why not? I'm I'm down to try this out. So I'm glad I got a, I got a few minutes in with you guys and tried this out. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nave, what about you? What's your history with Gundam? Uh, I was active tsunami watcher and uh, loved watching Gundam Wing. I don't know what it is, but dude, uh, giant robots are really cool. Especially yes. if they, they these Gundams <laughs> are like the epitome of cool giant robots. Yeah. Dude, Transformers is dumb compared to this. Weren't we talking about, like, wait, when we were playing it, uh, weren't we, didn't we have a big old conversation about who would win in a fight between Transformers and Gundams? Well, no, I think Jana was bullying me by basically saying this is just Transformers, which I, she's, I'm sure she's joking. I hope she's joking. But, uh, I hope she's joking. <laughs> well, no, can't, because was, Gundams, Gundams, you have a pilot, though. Yeah. Transformers, Transformers are, are an alien race. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. It's like the cyborg versus android dilemma. <laughs> I, guess. I mean, you're right. <laughs> yeah, but uh, all right. So my history, once again, I'm I grew up as a kid whenever I was young, and I watched Gundam Wing on uh, Toonami, and 
in prep, I haven't seen anything Gundam since then. Besides, like, I remember going to like my babysitter's house, and I think he had like maybe an armored core game or something that I thought was Gundams, nice. and it was on like PlayStation Two back when I only had a Nintendo sixty four. And I'm like, this is the future of gaming. This is incredible. <laughs> like, giant robots are sick. Never thought about it for the next fifteen years of my life, but yeah. thinking about it now. But Nate, going like for this series or this game, I went back and I have watched, I think, 20-something episodes of Gundam Wing since we started playing this game, you know, seven days ago. Every time I'm feeding the baby or anything, I'm watching Gundam Wing. And man, that show is wild whenever it comes to modern-day standards. Like, it's like, you think, oh, it's just normal anime or whatever. Dude, it's about like 14-year-old child soldiers that are inducted <laughs> to pilot giant robots and basically take down the United States government that's being run by the 1% who then, oh God, it is... Crazy what happens in Wing. I did not see that coming. A show about stupid giant robots fighting with lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. It gets insane yeah, so fast. Yeah, it's I remember being pretty dark. But... It's funny that you brought up Armored Core because Armored Core also got announced to have a sequel at the Game yeah. Awards just randomly. From Software is just out there being, you know, patron, patron saints. What is it called? I don't know. I don't know. You got it right. And I also watched the 1980 original Gundam movie, which is also about child soldiers. Only in that one, like, Chris, have you seen it? I haven't. I have not. Dude, it is rough. I mean, no, the, the movie's actually pretty good. It's actually really intense because there's, like, scenes where, like, the Gundams are fighting in outer space and they're too close to Earth. And they're like, we need to get back inside our carrier ship before we get in the atmosphere. The Gundams are going to burn up. And they're, like, fighting. He's like, no, I can take him. And he's like, no. Porkins, get out of there. You're going to burn up. And he's like, ah! like the plane. It is awesome. I recommend the 90s Gundam movie. But it, that's part well, of how the did my movie. boy Jim do? How did my boy Jim do? He actually doesn't show up in the in the original one. He shows oh. up in like two and three, which these came out like right after each other. There's like a the saga of the original one. But Gun Tank's in there. Classic Gun Tank. Oh. Well, let's talk about, the, let's talk about the, cl- the character classes in the game. And then we'll oh, talk oh, about well. our favorites and stuff. Uh, let's 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 keep giving the, the intro bits. So, uh, <laughs> quick hours played. Uh, Nave, you played nine hours and thirty nine minutes of this game. I had fourteen hours and forty nine minutes. I was loving this. Uh, Chris, how many hours do you think you put in this bad boy? Uh, probably all of thirty minutes. Oh, what a loser! Noob <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> deck. <laughs> yeah. I literally just played it with you guys. I haven't played it since, but. I mean, it seems like a game that would... a decision. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, Chris, did you have enough time to develop an opinion on your favorite suit? Um, I put a list in the notes. I didn't give you the notes, though. So that kind of goes to explain why you're not keeping up with us. I think there's a link. Yeah, yeah, I have the... the... All right, Hmm. I put all the suits down below with reference pictures because the names don't help sometimes. I think the the one that I was using near the end, I think the Ashmar. I think Asmar. I kind of enjoyed the you Ashmar. Like I kind of liked Ashmar. Well, what was so good about Ashmar? I don't know. Um, I just kind of like the gun was kind of neat, but he had like a burst rifle that would fire three rounds pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also had no bullet spread, which was nice. Yeah, so that was. I don't kinda, think about I mean, he had a turret it, too, right? He was a turret guy. Uh, not sure. I didn't get to do that. But I was like, I was hoping to get uh, get into one of the Gundams that had the the melee attacks, like the cool, like because there was oh, one the cool guy ones. that was like just wrecking people with that Barbados. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the scythe? Oh my gosh. Oh, the scythe guy. Uh that's you're talking about Zaku too? Melee? No, that guy has an axe. Oh. Mm, I'm not sure which guy's the scythe guy then. It's probably Barbados. It, I think it was. I think thing. it was Barbados. Yeah, it was pretty cool though. Um, it was fun. I mean, uh, the, even even the tutorial was informative enough, and I think fairly quick, all things considered. I think the one thing that I had a problem with though is when I jumped into their first game, I couldn't pick. I, I was only locked to two uh, suits. Mm, I see. And then when we got into our second game, I think it was downloading all the assets. And maybe that's what the problem was, and because Weird. like Whoa. after we got on, hopped into our second um, second game, I was able to pick other other suits at that time. So. That's right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really like that guy, <laughs> Asmar. <laughs> he has the ability to turn into a, a little jet and fly, and we'll talk about it later. But there's a lot of points where. <laughs> Asmar, this whole thing is basically like I'm going to go score a touchdown because yeah. the whole game is objective based. Right. You got to hold the line, stop the enemy guns from breaking through your defensive line. But Asmar said, and just like would try and fly past everyone. And we're like, there's a flyer, and we're all just pointing at the sky, yeah. <laughs> trying to shoot him down. And he's like jetting, doing like crazy, you know, doing a barrel roll and everything else to get past us. And then we have to chase him down, and he's so fast. He's like. He's a scout class, I would say. Like the, mm. as far as like him and Methus, I feel like are the scoutiest ones that just they're able to go really fast. They, that reminds who's your me favorite? of there's this episode of Dungeons oh, and Daddies where they they homebrew like a football game in Dungeons and Dragons, and they're like, we there's no rules, and they're like, yeah, there's no rules, and he's like, all right, well the druid's like, all right, well I'm gonna turn into a big old bird. And I'm gonna fly over <laughs> them and score a touchdown. And then just like he, he's like roll like three times in a row and does just he's like okay. So for two hours they just watch you fly into the end zone over and over again, and they can't stop you. It's really funny. God. Uh, Nave, who's your favorite? Uh, oh, my boy Jim or GM. We called him Jim. Yep. Philip said that I think he actually is pronounced Jim. Yeah, I think in the anime they call him Jim, but I don't know if that's like a uh, English type thing or something. Like they're saying GM, but they say Jim. That's like well, so that, that's interesting because like Japanese, they do say they do speak English a lot, like just randomly mm. English words, the borrowed and, words, and stuff. Yeah, yeah because, like, that reminds me of uh, damn, what was I just? I don't remember. I was just watch, uh, watching something, and they say like command something. So like just randomly, but I'm like, there's surely a word for command in Japanese, right? Why are they? I don't know. But uh, Jim is awesome. He's got a shield. The first time I played him, I, I saw him and I was like, this guy looks stupid and he sucks. And then I just <laughs> yeah. ignored him for a little bit. But then I fought one and I was like, wow, that was terrible. I'm gonna pick him because that felt so bad to fight against, and now I'm gonna do that to other people. And then it turns out he's my favorite. <laughs> Oh, what does Jim do that makes him so special? Jim's got this big ass shield. He's he's it's not like Reinhardt. It's he's it's more like a, just a regular ass riot shield. He's like a riot shield guy. He's like a mm, Montaigne in uh in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. And um you walk around with this riot shield with your little pistol on the side. And there's another character who has pistols, but his pistols suck. Jim's pistol is like a freaking desert eagle. This thing blows robot heads clean off their shoulders. It's insane. When it you only shoots someone, like once every like second and a half though. It's a oh, yeah, slow you sh- fire. You rate. shoot one bullet and then you go make a sandwich and come back and shoot your second <laughs> bullet. But um, you you get used to it. it but he he also has the most frustrating type of gameplay because a lot of people when they play this game they just 
fucking serpentine when they're fighting. Yeah, you, do the, you do a lot of the dance. The waggle. Sometimes you get into this like fucking 15 shot combo of just missing over and over again. <laughs> and then it's like, damn, this guy's really good at dodging. This guy's like, he's like a, you know, in in, in uh, Dragon Ball Z where there's like the mirage. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's at lowest, lowest, the lowest speed possible. <laughs> where you can see him the whole time, but you still. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. This makes no sense. But, uh, okay. So Jim, he has a, uh, uh, a incendiary, uh, like, like no it's not a claymore it's like c4 it's a, yeah, c4 it's like a demo charge yeah, yeah so you throw the thing out and then you have to press the button again and it blows it up and the 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 bad thing is is that when you throw the charge you have to put your shield down so you're exposed but then you can detonate the charge with the shield still up so a lot of times you throw the charge like around the corner and then get ready to detonate it as you're shooting and stuff like that but this will fuck you up like you will kill yourself with this fire charge if you if you blow it up too close to you so sometimes i would suicide bomb like if i'm about to die i'm just like halo grenade at the ground you know everyone's coming with me <laughs> fucking kind of thing yeah he's, got, he's he also got he's a, a shield bash and a healing grenade yeah the shield bash is oh, a right, stop yeah, barbados yeah. cut it out <laughs> yeah. so you, you bonk them and you stun them for like half a second where they just can't move and it's so funny when you hit somebody, especially if you're a gym and you hit another gym who's also <laughs> blocking because like it, your shield will hit his shield and it will still stun him. And he just stands there for a second. like, Oh, Jim, <laughs> all the characters have ultimates and Jim's ultimate is very good. He throws down like five or six, like uh, homing mines that float in the air. And these homing mines, it took me a little while to realize this, but they can be shot and killed. So you want to put them in like, strategic locations like right around a corner on a wall so that when people walk around that's not the first thing they see because they're blue and bulbous Glowing. and flashing yeah. yeah you could see them from across the universe <laughs> they glow with the, the intensity of a thousand suns this thing will mess people up the very last game that me and philip just played i got i killed four people because i set up this trap on the objective and four people run through i had my ult there i threw a fire charge and then i just started blasting and then i started blasting and then they were like no what do we do and they all just died i, I couldn't believe it one gym oh, wronged by his country <laughs> takes on the world you know for my favorite I, I have to put it on roll mention in for jim as well because he is a perfect all-rounder he's good in every situation as long as your team isn't incompetent a, a gym can be like a extra i don't know between the wings of your team to keep everybody floating he keeps people alive he does great damage if he can land a great demo charge and he's defensive enough to guard a point and as long as you're not a loser you can hit people with a pistol and do good damage I can see the biggest downfall is if you're a bad shot, then don't play Jim. Oh yeah, you have to like be nailing the shots. Good thing you're fighting giant robots. But uh, <laughs> the the good thing about Phil, what Philip just brought up that he's super defensive. Uh, one of the objectives is like planting a bomb or or defusing a bomb, and Jim like with his shield can just like full on just stop people from killing the person because it's not like if you're defusing something, you get shot, you flinch, and you stop from defusing. You can just sit there and defuse forever until you die. And so Jim can be that one person that's there to stop the the people from getting to the uh, teammates. And so that was something that me and Philip did all the time because I never stopped playing Jim. I was Jim all the time. And no one wanted to play Jim <laughs> for some reason, because probably because he looks dumb. <laughs> but he's really he, he looks bad. He has like the lowest amount of polygons of any of yeah. the characters. Yeah. <laughs> he's very ugly. generic, very generic. Looking. Yeah. 
especially compared to like Gundam Exia, who looks like Zed if he was a giant robot, you know, from League <laughs> of Legends. He's got sword hands, which my favorite is Gun Tank. Originally, I would say it was, where is he? Zazabi, which is the biggest Gundam. He is like almost one and a half times the size of the average Gundam. He is so big. He has a giant shield. He has a giant shotgun, and he can just dash through people. And he has a tomahawk. He's, he's badass. This dude, badass Zazabi. He's a giant evil robot. Anyways, don't care about him because I only care about Gun Tank. Gun Tank <laughs> is, he is just, he's got gun hands and he doesn't have legs. He's got tracks and he he's got giant. a tank slash gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Literally. Listeners don't picture Blastoise with his cannons. <laughs> Make those cannons like 40 times longer where they're just these giant antlers coming off his back and put that on this monstrosity this, with huge howitzer cannons. And that is gun tank. And he has a smart gun, like we've talked about from, what was that game? Uh, with t- the Titanfall. Titanfall, yeah. Mm. Apparently there's a smart gun. I haven't played Titanfall. But apparently also there's really a smart cool gun. giant robots. Yeah. Yes, agreed. So you don't even have to, like, you just have to be in range, and you just hold down the trigger, and it just goes, putt, 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 and just starts peppering them with damage. And that's fine. But then you can scope in, and it narrows your scope and increases your fire rate. Your range doesn't increase, but your your spread of like your target and your fire rate increases. So basically you can't really snipe with him except with his howitzer gun, which you get one shot every like 20 seconds. It seems it's so long between the howitzer, but he can, you just hold down the trigger and you're just screaming like, ah, <laughs> as there's like madness going on. Meanwhile, I'm getting hit. I'm like, Nave, I need a healing grenade. And he's like, boo, and just drops a healing grenade on my feet. And I'm like, finally. And then you finally get about to hurt. And then just when you think, Gun tank any better. He has a get the fuck out of there button where you just hit your button and all of a sudden he just goes into top gear and his trenches start ripping. He puts down his arms. He can't shoot during this mode. He just like puts his arms right in front of him like he's blocking and he just bashes straight through everything and he can go so far with this sprint. He is so fast. It is ridiculous because he will just like jet away. Like anytime I'm about to die, I'm like, I'm not winning this fight. I'm, and I'm out of there. I'm like, I'm, I'm done, boys. Fucking Tokyo drifts around the corner. I hate it. So the worst <laughs> fights I ever had as Jim were when I ran into a gun tank. And I'm like, oh, I could fuck this guy up. And I shoot him two or three times. And he goes, ow. And he goes, Look, he's chasing one foot. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I guess he's gone. I don't know. Hope he doesn't come back. They're like fruit flies. Fucking gun tanks. Yeah. Gunt for short. So you have Asmar, who was able to fly over the enemy back line. But my move with gun tank was always like, Nave, we need to get on the point. This is the last, like, we need to get overtime activated because we're running out of time. So I would just be like, sprint up there, then mash my jet button and just like, and try to drive past everyone. Man. So that covers like our, our main, you know, units that we were using. But Chris, I know you have a bit of a time constraint. You got to be heading out pretty soon. Do you have any final words you want to lay out for Gundam Evolution? Um, I had more fun with this in Overwatch 2. I'll say that much. Same. <laughs> I said that like the first day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was cool. And I, I, I think also maybe the nostalgia factor of it being Gundams, like maybe late, like got it, got it over the edge on Overwatch 2. But it is it was fun. Like the the maps weren't super, super big also. So like 
I feel like a lot of times with Overwatch 2 and, or Overwatch in general, like I was trying to get to the the battles a lot of times. Yeah. And it's like there this seemed a lot more a lot quicker to get into the into the fray and uh deal or get dealt damage. So yeah. Um yeah, it was fun. And um I'm I'm definitely keeping this at least on my Xbox just to tool around with it and hopefully get more than 30 minutes on it. So I'm definitely gonna be on. So look for me and we can get <laughs> yeah, some giant robots together. There's a lot of nostalgia to be had in this game. I'm the very first match that I played, I remember hearing all of the laser sounds and all of the Gundams and I'm like just I could feel myself get transported back to being a kid watching <laughs> Tiami and I'm like, oh my god, I haven't heard these sounds in so long. Whoa, what is this? I was like yeah. so impressed with the the sound design. All right. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for coming out. Everyone, dear co-op listeners at home, go listen to One Hour One Decision. They got 100 episodes. That's quite a backlog. And it their is. episodes are a reasonable length, unlike our show. So you can just <laughs> put them on and just, just let them through them. I know whenever I go back to listen to your show, like I'll put on one episode. And next thing you know, I've listened to like four in a row because they just keep playing. And I'm like, oh, what are we talking about? What's going on this week? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I appreciate uh, the invite again, guys. So I think this is this has been fun. Always fun uh, working with you guys and uh, shooting shooting the breeze. Thanks again. I will catch you guys later. All right. Have a good one, Chris. Bye. Anyways, yeah, if you want to see more of uh, Nave and Chris in action, we were on Aaron and Tommy's Superpod saga, and we were doing some kind of game show thing. We all got a little bit of uh, shine. We all got to participate. Uh, one, like Chris got, Chris was on a roll in that. <laughs> like He was going for a while. And like halfway through the episode, it sounds like we're not doing the game show anymore, but I come in and I save the day. I find another thing. We run out of questions really fast. So oh, no. we don't have nearly enough questions. All right. So Gundam Evolution. Let's talk more about what you actually do in this game and what the characters are like. So each of the characters have like a thruster, a dash, a hover, and they all have different amounts based on each character. Like, I don't know if you noticed that, but like Jim, he has one bar of dash. So he can only do one dash whenever he has a full bar. Yeah. Whereas like Gundam, for example, just generic Gundam TM, the basic Gundam character, he has three bars. So he can dash three times Holy before shit. having to stop. I know it is insane. And that's the problem is like characters like, I think Zazabi has like two dashes, but what was it? Barbados also yeah. has three dashes. You, or, yeah. So he's like, he has a mace and he just drops down, bonks them on the head, can dash around dodging shots and then bonk him again and take him down. What a jerk. Dude, speaking of bonks on the head, there is a death animation in Callisto Protocol where someone punt. It's like it's like Dead Space had gruesome death animations, right? And yeah. also Tomb Raider for some weird fucking reason. And um, in the, in Callisto Protocol, someone hits you in the face so many times that you literally you look like a cashew. Like your head, oh, no. there's an indention in your face. It is so weird. It's so oddly satisfying, though. Bonk Anyways, Gundams. Uh, each unit has their own special alt that's specific to that unit. We talked about Jim. He has his little landmines. Uh, for instance, Zosby has like tracking missiles that have floats in the air next to him. And if an enemy comes near, it just stabs him. It just like stabs right in and like skewers. <laughs> uh, or uh, gun tank. His alt is he sends out a, a quarter fighter jet from his chest, which is canonical in the series. Like apparently in the movie, this happens as well, where he flies the main character, this 14-year-old boy, 
gets in his little jet, flies out of the chest of gun tank, and kamikazes into another Gundam to kill himself and the enemy. Isn't that what? Didn't you say that was in like the first episode where Gun Tank? It was his first that? real fight. Yeah, <laughs> the first fight he decides to kamikaze. He was Whoa. a hero. <laughs> he was something. Or uh, let's see, uh, what else do they have? Oh, whenever a unit, each unit has like uh, shields that are also different. If they have a shield, they'll have different health for their shield. Like Zosby has a different shield than Gundam, which has a different shield than GM. But all the units will go into a down but not out state that is like a broken Gundam state. And you think that'd be kind of annoying that like basically anybody can get revived basically at any time. But it becomes like another pretty interesting mechanic of do you spend that moment trying to revive your teammate or do you go after his killer? Because you only have like five seconds to revive him before they just explode. Or the enemy has a choice of do they aim at the new teammate approaching or do they finish off the broken guy? Cause he's just standing there powered down. Yeah. So, and it's really cool because it's it like, like it becomes a decision. You don't know how it's like, how dangerous is the opponent that you're fighting? Like if it's, if it's gun tank that's shooting at me, I'm killing the down dude all day. Cause gun tanks DPS is very low when he doesn't have his cannon uh, cooldown. but it's like, you know how annoying it will be if that gun tank just stops shooting at you, revives that guy, and now you've got two dudes shooting at you. So yeah. you really just have to take into like it. It, take, it gives you a lot of like uh, like spontaneous uh, decision making in the game. This game is like Overwatch. It has set objectives. Uh, there's no pushing the cart though, so this isn't Team I Fortress prefer to, Two. Cons- I, pre- I prefer to compare it to Brink, Philip. Oh God, yeah. So it's an objective-based team shooter. Uh, there's like a plant the bomb counter terrorist type gameplay where it's like you need to plant the bomb then you need to plant the bomb again and then you guys usually have like a best of three rounds like who can plant the bomb the best and you'll go into overtime where depending on how long it took you to plant the bomb at the end will affect how long you have in the final overtime round so like it'd be an attacker so if you guys did really good you'll have way more time than if it was a close win it sounds really good on paper, but in practice, I would rather the game just end after the second round, and whoever God. did it faster wins. Like I just, just the third round always made long. me feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other game types is just like stand in the circle or grab the territory. It's the same thing as bomb, except instead of having to plant it and get it to blow up, you just have to stand in a circle. And this, this leads to some unbalanced maps because there's one on like an <laughs> aircraft carrier or something like that. And it is so annoying because the first zone is so easy to capture on this one map, but then the second one is just impossible to capture. It's like the way the spawns are set up, you're like sieging up a hill. The defenders have so much advantage on this one point. Like I've, I've taken that point before. I must have been getting a really bad team, but it just seems so hard to get that one point captured. Speaking of unbalanced, uh, the games tended to be a little unbalanced with the people as well. I don't know what the matchmaking system is like, but I know the game's new, but it's like the, there needs to be a little bit better like skill-based matchmaking in this. The ranked it's always is better. a point flick. Oh, like, really? I played, yeah, which I got, I made it into gold. I played five placement matches. I won four of the five, but every single one of them, even the loss, was a very close sweat match as me playing oh. as Jim because Jim's OP. Honestly, I think Jim is one of the best characters in the game, even though like he's not my he's favorite so to play, but he's so good that I can't not play him. 
Yeah, every single time I played someone that wasn't Jim, I was just like, no, oh, I would have survived that if I was Jim. <laughs> yeah, I, I could have helped that teammate. I could have done more damage in that area. Meanwhile, as Gun Tank, I'm just like, <laughs> just like screaming as I'm ramping over a thing and just fired my machine guns that can't miss. It's fantastic. It's just a lot of fun. Uh, the other game type is just King, Crazy King of the Hill, where there's a hill that moves from A, B, and C. You just got to stand in to score points. This one will literally, makes me pull my hair out because the, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The whole game doesn't matter until the final hill where it will be like, okay, this, there's 30 seconds to the end of the game. The hill is not going to move again. That ruins the whole crazy king mentality of it because yeah. everything that happened to that point doesn't matter because usually whoever controls the hill can defend the hill. So it's like whoever wins the initial bout of getting there first, establishing a good defensive line and able to keep them from the enemies from invading it. And if they can consistently hold the line and they don't have Asmars doing backflips, flying over everyone to get behind everybody, they will hold that hill. And so there's so many points where we're at 99%. The enemy made it to the hill and either they like swoop it to the last minute. And we can just not retake this hill. Even though we've won the first 15 minutes of the 16 minute match, they won the last one minute. And because of that, we, we have to go to round two now or something like that. It's it, so annoying. You know what it reminds me of? You know, those like racing games that they had this thing called rubber banding oh, where the, the computers will just really like Mario part. Mario Kart is really bad about this. The it's computers will yeah. just go light speed to catch up with you. And uh, it that it feels like rubber banding in a shooter, and it feels bad. It feels bad every time you lose at ninety nine percent because the overtime stopped. The overtime was what got us. Uh, it's it probably feels great for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like they're like, "Woo, I did it!" But it's like we swooped it. Man. When really they, it's like they won. Oh god! It's like imagine if like you're you're playing a basketball game, you know, and you're like, "Oh, it's like, hey, let's play first to twenty or whatever," and you get to nineteen and they're at one. But then it's like, hey, as long as they have the ball or something like that, the game won't end. And so even though we're out of time, because they never lose control of the ball or something like that, they can score 19 points in a row and win. And meanwhile, we're just like, everything we did beforehand didn't matter because it came down to the last one. It's like in League of Legends, when you're at 50 minutes in a Summoner's Rift match, where it's like, we're all full build. The, everything that happened in the game before this doesn't matter. It's going to yeah. come down to one ARAM team fight at Baron Pit, and then we're just going to have to hope that we we're the ones to win. Like it's just going to be who gets caught out first loses. I like the basketball thing because it's more like uh, it's more like for the entire basketball game you're winning, and then in the last two minutes of the game points are now worth like 20 every time you yeah. score, and you're just <laughs> like, oh man, like you just yeah. lose your lead. Oh, what game is like this? Is that a Family Feud? Maybe I don't know. There's there's one game feud. show where yeah, they yeah. double the points, and I'm like, everything doesn't matter. Before it's like round one doesn't mean a thing at, compared to like the later rounds. Mm. Yeah, I think that's just for for time's sake, though. Probably, yeah. you know. Uh, but that covers all the game modes. Uh, do you want to run through the characters and talk about them a little bit more? Because sure. I, I know we didn't get to talk about all of them with Chris because he had to go. Uh, just going down the list, this was a tier list I pulled offline with like the best of the top. Honestly, I don't know how accurate this is anymore after playing the game. Maybe there's been nerfs, but it's rating Gundam Barbados at number one. And he's a yep. melee-only character, and he is obnoxious. He's the Yasso of this game. Exactly, or Master Yi. It's like if you if you let this guy into your proximity, he's probably going to fuck you up. And the yeah. only way is like it's it's 
Barbados does get countered directly by Jim, so I never really had like too much problem because I could just bonk him and then start shooting him. He, if he can't get around the around my shield, then I'm probably gonna kill him. But usually, what would happen is he'd walk in, he we'd make eye contact, and he'd go fuck that, and he'd turn around and start killing all my teammates, and I can't stop them because he's so fast and my gun shoots once a minute. So it's <laughs> yeah. like I can't stop that guy if he's like if he's running directly at me in a straight line, I can kill the shit out of him. But if he's zigzagging around like he like he's got three boosts, man, I can't stop yeah. that. Whenever I was gun tank, you know, I have an auto aim gun, so if he's in front of me, even if he's attacking the teammates, I can hit him consistently. I do really low damage, but I will eventually chick him down all the way. But the second he turns and he like makes eye contact with me, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's whenever I hit my get out of there button and I just jet away and just hope he doesn't catch me. He always catches me, though. For the record, he always catches me. It's just so like in my experience, there's only two there's only two Gundams that or two mobile suits that every time I saw them, I'd go, fuck. And it would be Barbados and then also Jim. If I saw another Jim on the other side, I'd go, oh, no, <laughs> this is going to suck. All right. So next one, uh, Zazabi. He is the giant shotgun shield mech. He's the biggest one. Uh, I really like this guy, but he is not super dangerous. Yeah, he's my favorite one to see on the other side because I'm like, I'm going to hit this guy with every bullet. Yeah, like, you can't never miss. miss. He's him. so big, but he gets a lot of attention. Like, he, he can walk in a room, and his shotgun will kill, if you're close, he'll kill you in two hits. It is very strong in close range because it's a shotgun. But that, like, that's all he's got. Oh, the one thing, the tomahawk, it will stun if he hits. So anytime yes. like I was playing him and I see a gym, I'm like, because Jim will stand his ground because Jim is Jim. Jim <laughs> yeah. be like, I'm not moving, bud. He's got his cowboy <laughs> pistol out and his shield up. And he's like, pew, 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 pew. And I'm just like, tomahawk. And then Jim gets stunned unconscious. And I just walk up, put my shotgun to his forehead and blow <laughs> robot brains all over the ground. <laughs> I've had that happen to me a couple times. Yep. Uh, Unicorn Gundam. I don't know anything about this guy. He was one I, of the premium characters. Not premium, but you had to pay to unlock him. Yeah, uh, In-game currency or premium currency. There's a, a handful of these guys, and I think they're all pretty good, probably. But but you rarely see them because, yeah, you had to like get enough money to unlock them. Almost all of the characters are unlocked right away. There's enough that there's a lot of variety in the games, and it, it has to be because, you know, there's six of us in, on each team, so you, you need a little bit of variety. But, um... Which one was he again? Unicorn Gundam? I think he's the one with the chain gun, if you remember him. No. I don't okay. remember him. Uh, next up, uh, Jim Sniper, which is just Jim with a sniper. No, I thought I would always read it more as he's the one who snipes Jim's. <laughs> no because in jim's Just, shield he's got a little eye hole that you can see through. Oh, no. you peek through the little eye hole and you're shooting and i always imagine maybe he's a jim sniper because in the show he shot jim through that hole or something i don't know the sniper's interesting because he you usually the sniper is like the one of the most aggressive classes like those are the tryhards that are playing hanzo yeah. and widowmaker and stuff like that but this guy all of his abilities are support abilities besides his main gun like he has a like a repair droid that can only repair downed teammates and it's range. So it's like if he is looking through a scope, sees a teammate go down, he can send out his drone and be like, repair that guy. They instantly awesome. start getting repaired. It's really good. Um, the sniper is really interesting because I was like, at first I was like, oh, yeah, I'll fuck with the sniper. He's fine. And uh, he has so much movement sway when you're looking down scope. If you yeah, move slightly, you cannot hit a damn thing. But when you're standing still, it's kind of like, you know, in XCOM, 
where if you haven't moved as the sniper and then you take a shot, you get like a bonus. But then as soon yeah. as you move, you don't have the bonus anymore. It's like that, where um, like if you're standing still, you have so much more of an advantage, but then you're just a target. You know what I mean? Because even though even though he's the only one with a long or like a long range air quotes weapon, everyone's long range besides gun tank and the melee guys. I can you can snipe with Jim if you're like really good with using his gun and everyone every enemy if they're in your view has a health bar above them so it's not even that you need to know where they are you just shoot like an inch below that health bar and yeah. th that's always what i did i just shot an inch below the health bar and in this game you could shoot through you shoot through your teammates and it's like overwatch in that way where everyone except for that one chick who heals people with their bullets can shoot through your their teammates so you're just shooting at health bars really not really knowing where who what you're shooting <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so the sniper is pretty good uh next one is kind of also another sniper class the turna gundam and this guy's i loved him oh turna. He's probably yeah he's on, like my third favorite at this point uh he has a charged beam rifle so it, like when he aims with it it gets higher damage the longer you aim that's pretty cool <laughs> it makes him good well that's so, the thing is that you so you say aim but all of like all of the Gundams, like the left trigger, which is usually aimed on sights in most games, that is just an ability. And most people, their ability is just aim. So, yeah. but like that guy's ability is literally charge the gun up before you shoot it. And so, and I think he does aim too, but he does it's aim. like there are some people who don't aim at all. Like their left trigger does something completely different. Like there, we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he can charge up. That one's really good. Uh, but he has an overhead throw which we refer to as the suplex. I don't think yeah. it's an actual suplex, but you just grab somebody and pancake flips them over like singed. And yeah, it does singed like from League of Legends, yeah. 80% of their health damage. It does a lot of damage. Like it kills people if you get a hold of them. Well, and singed is like that too, isn't it? Singed I think it does really health singed damage. Up. Yeah. Fucks it's like up. max health damage too. So it's God. like always, it's pretty good. Uh, so that's really good. He has a nano skin healing ability. So you're able to just regen health whenever you activate it. And his ultimate, he turns into a butterfly, Nave, and flies around carpet bombing everyone. Does he, like, I, I know, does he pick people up when he's up like that too? Or or does, is it, the, was did I see the sniper drone someone? And I was like, oh. I think you might have seen the sniper drone someone or something. Because I usually would just fly above people and just rain fire from above onto them as a butterfly. He literally looks like a butterfly. He has butterfly wings when he does it. It's very weird. Yeah. Oh, also he has a mustache. When all the other Gundams have like that weird lightning bolt crown thing on their forehead, very his cool. is on his face like a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. He, he looks, looks kind of like the but the uh he looks like one the you know in Spy Family the the uh the distinguished the guy? guy. They're fine, yeah. dude. What is it? Yeah. It's not distinguished. The headmaster. Oh. Is he the headmaster? I think he's just a, a dude. Oh, he's just a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, I don't God remember. What does he say? Oh, elegant. He's always elegant. like, so elegant. And he's yeah. like, what he sees the... God damn it, it's so good. All right, next up is Mahiro. Or do you have anything to say about Turning Gundam? No, Pancake Flip is fucking awesome. I never yeah. really... I couldn't I couldn't get into him, though. His charge beam is really cool, but I, I just got... I, it was bad. As soon as I started playing Jim, I was like, I can't. He, Jim has ruined everyone else for me because he's just so versatile. Uh, you have Mahiro, which is just a guy with a giant sword arm. I don't know anything about him. No one ever played him. Was he... He wasn't a paid character, was he? He was paid. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, next, there's Methus, which was a... He's able to turn into a plane as well, but he has the healing 
umbilical cord type thing that he just plugs into people and he's like yeah, he as long him. as you're near me i'll heal you it's, uh, like, it, it, it's a set it and a forget it kind of guy where you just aim him press left trigger and then it does it and then you don't have to aim at him anymore as long as they're nearby and yeah, so, it's really weird because you would think he would be like the main healer because of that ability but jim is so much more efficient at healing than that yes. guy because jim can heal everyone on the team if they're standing close enough to each other which you usually are because you're playing an objective game yeah uh he also throws down a stand a stationary turret that just like pokes people yeah very annoying it blends in yeah. with the environment really good uh next up zaku 2 it's just a guy with a machine gun and a contact grenade he also has a smoke grenade this is one of the most basic units in the game. It's it's interesting because like since we're talking about this guy, his gun looks exactly like a German gun. Like they're like a German yeah. like it makes you feel like you're playing like fucking Call of Duty big red one. You know what I mean? It's what it looks like, yeah. Which I, I think they're supposed to look like German soldiers with the round spiky helmet or round helmet yeah. with the spike. Or this is that Prussian? I don't know. I don't know my history. I think uh, it's next German. up we have the Dom Trooper. Which is just guy with rocket launcher. So I is it like the uh, not the heavy. Who's the soldier? The one with the rocket launcher in oh, Team Fortress Two. Uh, the soldier. Yeah, it's the soldier. soldier. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He's the soldier. It was kind of like I mean, this guy's pretty good too. I don't remember what his abilities were, but he his splash damage. You again, like you you see enemies next to each other all the time. And so that splash damage was nothing to fuck with. Like, you you, you could start taking people out. But he's very generic. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Asmar already. Uh, nothing new there. Pale Rider. This is the default character they send you through the tutorial with. It's just guy with machine gun. And healing. Yep. He's, um... He feels like Soldier from Soldier yeah, 76 soldier, or whatever. Yeah, Soldier 89 or whatever. Yeah. That's it. Uh, then Gun Tank. We His talked ult about him. is the same as Soldier's, isn't it? Soldier's ult is like just literally do the more same damage? ability. Yeah, it's like well, soldier does auto aim. I think. Okay. You don't auto aim as, but you do. You will fucking butter people. You start up. murdering people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gun tank. So you really don't like gun tank? I I I had no success with them. <laughs> I could. Yeah. I don't know how you were doing it because you'd be like, I'll show you how to gun tank, and then you would be the MVP, and I'm like, how the fuck is he doing that? How are you hitting? How are you hurting people? Like I don't get it. <laughs> You just always shoot, Nave, and then you have to <laughs> land the howitzer cannon. That's it. And stay alive. The big thing is staying alive so you can keep shooting. Uh, there, there was a Zaku melee variant, and he just has a battle axe. The coolest thing about this dude is he has a move that is the, um, oh, which character? Master Yi, where he stands still and regenerates his health. He has that move. And he just, oh, really? He stands there and he poses and he just starts taking <laughs> no damage and regenerates his health while everyone just kind of stands around him. And he's like, let's fight again. And then the fight resumes after this little pause where he just stops to flex. He's literally like, time out, time out. <laughs> yeah. Which I assume is a great defensive move if you're waiting for your teammates to arrive to save you when you're surrounded by enemy, enemies Dude, that's like the that. Thing. And with Yi, that's, that's how you burn abilities. You jump in, you hurt people, and immediately start healing as soon as you come out of the, the alpha strike or whatever. Yeah, and just so that abilities are wasted on you, but while you have that huge damage reduction, that's the fucking play. Uh, Gundam Exia, this guy is just sword hands. I don't really know much about him. I didn't I don't remember play him. him. He was premium. Uh, Jim, oh, the the, the winner. Where are we on the tier list? We're still in A. 
I don't know. I didn't, I didn't put down the tiers. I just put them in lists, supposedly. But I assume Jim's pretty high tier. Jim's pretty good. The The other thing I forgot to mention while I was just thinking about it is that... So you can have the shield... Holding left trigger is pulling up the shield. So you don't actually yeah. physically aim. But... um. As Jim, if you have to reload your gun, this is usually where I died. Is if I have, if I was in the open and I had to reload my gun, you have to pull your shield down. Your shield, you, and it's weird because you don't put a clip in your gun. You just push it up into the air and just goes, Shh, and then like it's like the plasma <laughs> pistol. But like for some reason you have to pull the shield away for balance, obviously. But oh, it's yeah, like yeah. It, so you usually get freaking myrtleized right then if you don't have any wall to hide behind. Well, it's funny you bring that up because specifically, uh, was it Turn of Gundam? When he reloads, he just throws his gun away and gets a new one. It's out like of the darkness. God, it's so yeah. funny. I laughed so hard when it. And yeah. then you're like, oh, actually, Nave, that's kind of what they did. And then they had the aircraft carriers when they put it in the grav lift and it just launches a gun to them. Yeah, and you're just like, like, I. No, in the movie, he was like, I'm out of ammo. And they're like, don't worry, we got another one on the way. And they loaded in the catapult <laughs> on the aircraft carrier, and they launch a gun into space for him to catch instantly. And he's like, I got it. And he just like opens fire on everyone. God, launching a gun into space. How much force does that require? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Which You would think it would destroy the gun. Yeah. Those guns are huge. They Those are guns really are big. huge. These How are do big they not robots? explode in the atmosphere? Okay, let's get through our last two uh, heroes. Uh, we have Basic Gundam TM. Uh, this guy, the only cool thing about him, he's got a Morning Star, which he whips around his head and then throws. And it is oh such a big hitbox. The whole point of it is basically just to hit shields and knock yes, shields dude. off of people because it does massive damage to shields. That's the thing. There's only one person I would run away from, and it was this Gundam guy. I also bought the 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 pancake flipping guy because he'll fuck yeah. me up too. Because he'll grab me through the shield. But if I get hit by that thing, I don't know if it stuns me longer than normal. But I feel like I'm out of the fight for hours. Like it, if I get hit, and it completely disintegrates my shield. And so it's like, okay, whenever you lose your shield as Jim, you just wait for a little while, and you'll pull another one back out of thin air. And it, it's it's not full health. It could, it, you, your shield literally has to regenerate health. Whenever yeah. it breaks, but uh, yeah, I was but afraid of those guys. He's kind of basic. He has a shield that you can't aim with because he has like a battle rifle. So it's either like you can have the gun out or the shield out. But his ultimate is super napalm, which he throws a fire grenade. It's and a then giant after, version of Jim's thing. It is so big and it kills so many people. The, the problem with it though, because I didn't realize this was a problem, is that it is a physical object in space. So we were at one point where there's like a hole in the center. It's like a donut where there's a hole in the center. And we were yeah. at gardens one point. My teammate goes to throw his super napalm ult. It lands in the center of the donut and just bounces out the window and flows away. And we're just like, huh. <laughs> As like this ult just completely missed because it it just missed. Dude, that's, like, that would have been a cool old, trick shot. Um, but. Jim also has that problem, but it, his minds are physical things, so they can fall down there. I never did that. I never like lost him that way. But usually, what would happen to me is I would initiate my ult, and there's like a second where your character is like doing an animation, so where I can be killed. I'm very exposed, like my shield is down, and if I'm killed before I throw the mines out, then I'll die. And I realize yeah. that the mines come out, don't come out all at once, even though it looks like they come out all at once whenever you're watching it happen because sometimes I would start the animation and I would die and two of my mines got out and they would just drop down where I died. But like, I didn't get all of the mines out. It's really weird. Really uh, and weird. The final unit is Marcy, which I don't even know what this guy is. He has like a whip or something. 
Not impressed. No one ever played him. He looks lame. Lamer than Jim? Yeah, he looks pretty bad. Okay, so now that we have covered the mechanics and all the characters, we have done a pretty intense review of this game. But at this point, I want to talk about the game from like a step back. Dave, would this be a good game? Or no, this, this game is a good game. Does it need the Gundam coat of paint? Hmm. Uh, maybe. Like, actually, I'm thinking about it. Like, I don't know if I... I'm thinking about Paladins now. Because Paladins is very similar to this game also. In fact, the person who tethers a heel and has a turret, that's like an exact person in Paladins. That is one character. And I'm thinking, like, maybe it does kind... The Gundam thing really lends a lot of credence to it. It's like, do it's like, would I play Dragon Ball Fighters if it wasn't Dragon Ball? And I'm like, yeah, sure, but it's like, not really, because I don't play Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear or anything. I don't play any of those, but I love Dragon Ball Fighters, and it's very similar to those. So it's like, I think it's Baby's first for those. Actually, I think it's an easy version of it, but it's like I don't. It might have, it might be part of partially the property that's pulling it, pulling weight for this game. But it is, it is a good game on its own. Yeah, Uh, the game base is good. The I feel like it's just the cherry on top because this could have been a good game without the Gundam, you know, IP. But with the Gundam IP, it has made me fall in love with Gundam. This was a great entry point. If you know nothing about Gundams, you get to jump in here, you get to look around. It's like a museum where you get to see all these great works. You're like, whoa, look at Turn a Gundam. He's got a mustache. What's this, this guy's story? Or Gundam Barbados has a giant giant robot club that he bonks people in the head with and then he pulls out an energy sword when he ults that's so cool like this made me watch one and a half gundam movies i'm still working through gundam 2 those movies are really long by the way listeners home they're like two hours and a half of giant robots and child soldiers but and i've finished half of gundam wing it has gotten me into the series i have even like been watching the the asmr building videos i sent one to nave to uh, yeah. the guy he's like I spent 127 hours working on this one model. I don't think I'll ever get into Gundam building, but it looks awesome. Well, that's the thing. So I was when Philip sent that video to me, it was because I was like, dude, this makes me want to build a Gundam. And Philip's like, I don't know if you want to do that. Like, then you sent me that. But turns out that's like a really expensive, like boutique one. Like he had to paint it and everything. I think there are Gundams you can build that are like fucking for babies, so that I can understand. (laughs) There probably is. So um, I, you you were right though. Whenever I was I was kind of getting immersed in the game too, because it's surprising that me and Philip were playing and stuff. And I would be like, "Dude, Philip, come here, look at this." And he'd come over and be like, "Look how small this car is. <laughs> look look how big we are." Like okay, like when you're fighting point. in some of these cities, there are buildings that you can physically jump on top of. And I'm like, Philip, how do these buildings like not break when I jump on them? And you're like, hmm. Well, and meanwhile, war is happening around us. And yeah. I was like, hmm. I think maybe it's like reinforced steel because this is a universe where these giant robots exist, right? So it would make sense that it, they would build these machine. They would build it with the regulation that maybe a machine will jump on top of it. Yeah, it could be. The problem is a lot of the maps though are generic military facility. Which that really annoyed me because I want to be a giant robot. I want to feel like a giant robot. I want to be in Tokyo. You know, that's basically yeah. what it comes down to. Like, there's so many levels where I'm like, you you even pointed out, what is the point of this construction? And it's like, well, it was for balance, obviously, so they could get up to this sniper point. But there's just random girders all in a perfect staircase for a giant <laughs> robot to go up. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Or it's like, why do we even use giant robots? Like, there's no 
lore in this game besides a little bit about the characters on their character page. But besides that, you have no lore giving you any of the background in Gundam. And that's what I also wanted to ask. Nave, does it matter how much this seems to completely disregard any of the, the Gundam media that I have absorbed at this point? Because, surprise, Nave, as it turns out, all the Gundam media is anti-war, as it turns out. That seems to be the base <laughs> message in everything, is that war is bad. The whole first Gundam movie, spoilers, is about a 14-year-old boy basically dealing with PTSD because he's forced into driving this giant Gundam when he honestly really doesn't want to. And he gets to a point where he even goes home to his mom and... Uh, it's like some soldiers come and like discover that he's the pilot and, and it's like they're in, they're in like a camp. It's kind of messed up. And he pulls out a pistol and starts shooting at them. And she's like, what are you doing? Like we're, we were, we raised you to be pacifists. Like we, we're going to be okay. You know, like keep your head down and don't fight. And he's like, I got to fight mom. And she's like, you're no son of mine. Basically. Like it's brutal. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, and then I come to this game and we're like, I'm alternate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm going big. I'm killing them all. Meanwhile, there are people driving these Gundams. These are not like, like at least in Halo. For the the context for the the multiplayer is that it's all a training simulation, supposedly. Even though people are getting exploded and dying and ragdolling around. Yeah, I think that's partially to explain away why when you die from a rocket, you don't turn into giblets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But Wait. so much of the media is anti-war. Even like the old movies, Gundam Wing, the whole point is like there's these indoctrinated child soldiers. Like, okay, at one point, we talked about like there's colonies up in space. It's basically like space colonies versus Earth. That's space noids versus Earth noids. God, so bad. No, that's the names of the teams in this game, by the way. They have a whole bunch of missiles. They're pointing at it, basically the Citadel for Mass Effect. And like, we're going to blow up everyone in space if you don't you know, <laughs> surrender. And the 14-year-old boy is like, oh, no, what do I do? He gets a call from the you know, the satellite, and he's like, hey, surrender, but don't give him the Gundam. And he's like, I know what I got to do. He hits the self-destruct button and blows himself up with him in the Gundam. And you see his body cartwheel out of it into space. <laughs> and what? they're like, oh, my <laughs> God. That 14-year-old killed himself like you could show, like you could show this on a tsunami or whatever it turns out he didn't die it's anime whatever you know but everybody Wait, thought but he, he died space? no he wasn't in space they were in a desert he just oh. fell like you know 90 feet out of this gundam that exploded whatever he blew it up <laughs> maybe it's because his body was limp you know what i mean there's a lady who fell out of a plane onto onto the earth and then survived that I mean, she wasn't having fun after that, but I mean, she survived. She fell out of a plane. How does that even happen? Very soft grass. So I was kind of annoyed how how detached this was from what I felt like true Gundam was. This may seem a little, uh, I don't know, nerdy actually of me, but uh, I wanted like Japanese voices and stuff like that. You want Gundam this... The Last of Us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want Sad Dad Gundam. <laughs> It's funny though because it's like you you can change the voice of whoever like you're is making the calls and I made mine like an anime peppy anime girl and she's just like I'm going over there he he and I'm like fucking blasting people into oblivion it's like Dude, yeah. it does seem weird now that I think I, about mine's it. like a a southern woman and she's like thanks baby whenever someone heals me or something like that <laughs> and I'm like God this is so odd because like like I just wanted it like I wanted Gears of War grim. But with the chaos that is in Gears of War, like the gratuitous violence and exploding robots, like I wanted more grim in it because the robots are cool, they're flashy, but also people are dying. 
You remember the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Yeah. That was a pretty good show. Yeah, it was. It's pretty funny. Okay, so there's no Japanese voices. There's a part in Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy (laughs) (laughs) where Billy opens up a window (laughs) to jump out of it, and then he jumps out of the top part of the window through the glass instead of the window (laughs) that he opened. It's (laughs) so stupid. Anyway. Yeah, only filthy English, no Japanese voices. Oh, there's no individual character ranks. Like, I wish, like, it was like League where there's a mastery rank per character. I want to be a level 20 gun tank if I could and flex that on everyone. Be like, I that, only that play good, gun though, tank. It? It's like, um, you can, you can, you have statistics and you have, like, specific statistics for each tank that you can look at on your player card. I don't know if other people can see that, though. Like, can we they look can't. at each other's thing? Think. Oh, no, that you sucks. have an option. You can choose to be public or not. If you choose to be public, oh. they can see it. I should have did that. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. But it's like, like I could see, it's like my win rate's 50%, sweet. And then I go to gym, and it's like, oh, it's like 72% with when I play with gym for the most of the match. And then I go to gun tank, and it's 0%. And I'm like, oh, I'm not a very <laughs> oh, good gun tank. W- no, but you played helpful. one match as gun tank and died yeah. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and the, But... Uh, Dude, can we talk about how the fucking how unbalanced the teams always are? They always are. Dude, it's not that bad and ranked. It. We talked about it a little bit, but yeah, in casuals, it always seems one team's either missing a player or the player's here and he's just eating glue in the corner or looking at a tiny car or something that's not helping the team. <laughs> but it, as we were looking at the buildings. <laughs> But you can tell when someone's like a pro player because I feel like it's always like the the high skill cap characters like Barbados, Asmar, something like that, where it's like they can consistently make plays using the mechanics of movement or something they can exploit like above the average player. It's like when you see like someone that plays competitive Smash Bros compared to someone that just plays with their friends. Yeah, like the competitive player is like doing crazy stuff that you never expect. The 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 games always end up washes is what 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 I was trying to get at in casual which is I never got to ranks I uh, two levels away got very close it's always a complete wash one way or the other like there's always one team that just smashes the other team and it's it's I don't know my win rate was literally fifty percent the last game that we played I went and looked and so it's like it feels like it feels that way all right so this is a free to play game not even Game Pass let's talk about the store it has loot boxes Nave. Yeah, as loot boxes. Which, this actually seemed a non-intrusive store, oddly enough. It's it's all cosmetic. I don't know. I kind of, we were joking, but I was like, I want the, I want the, like, to not, can you have a skin where it's just not even a Gundam anymore? Like, it's just a person. It just looks like a dude. Dude, that'd be weird. Yeah. You're just a big person. Weird. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, some of the skins are actual remodels. Like, yeah. uh. Like, if you looked at, I only looked at Pale Rider, but there's a variant of Pale Rider that's like Space Pale Rider, where he has like a jetpack and he has extra long wings and everything, where every other Pale Rider skin is just the base Pale Rider mobile suit. It does the Overwatch thing. I I don't know about Overwatch 2, but in Overwatch 1, there were like common skins, and it was literally just the same outfit, but a different color. And then there were like uncommon skins, which changed a little bit. Like uh, Gun Barbados had one, where he it was like, I think the the one-winged angel uh, Gundam also had one. I don't know if that's Barbados still, but uh, no, they wear like it changed the shoulder plates and stuff, and it made them darker. But it's like I was like, that's kind of interesting. It's like uh, version two or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I think Unicorn Gundam is actually the one-winged angel Gundam. We keep calling one-winged angel because he looks like Sephiroth. He has one wing. 
It, yeah. It's not that hard. I, I don't know why I felt the need to explain that. Okay, so uh, the loot boxes, I've gotten quite a few skins. Like, I got pink uh, gem sniper, which I really like. Really? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. So I got a lot of, all of the coolest shit that I ended up getting were always for the people you had to buy. So I have mm, a fucking a... load of things for the uh, new Gundam or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I had a ton of, like, I had the, the ultra rare MVP thing, and I had, like, a, like two different skins, and I had, like, a, a rare gun skin. I'm like, fuck, I wish I had that guy, though. I mean, it takes well, a little while to get the money. Yeah, I've been playing for 14 hours, and I have enough to buy one character. I don't really know who I'd want to buy because there's no way to test the characters out, which is kind of annoying. But out of these, I don't know. I might pick up Unicorn Gundam or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's easy. It's not easy to earn currency, but you do earn it, I guess. And the way the cosmetics work is whenever you do get a loot box, if you get an object you already own, it gets converted into cosmetic currency that you can use to just flat out buy whatever cosmetic you want, including legendary skins. It's not like they're restricted where you can't buy them. But there are specific premium skins that are money only. You can't buy them with in-game currency. Yeah, it makes sense. Free game. Yeah, free game. You, you got to make money somehow. All right, I think that covers all my me points. I think so too. Uh, it's, it's Overwatch with Gundams and funner. Right. Let's take a <laughs> quick break and then we'll have final words. Boom, 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 boom. Do you need a bathroom break or anything? Mm, let me think. I don't think I need a bathroom break. Oh, uh, which I got my first gold star in a song today. 99% singing prayer by disturbed because man, <laughs> it is a learning curve coming back to rock band. Like I forgot For real. because there is a trick to singing a rock band. If you're going for score, you know? Yeah. 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 Where it's like, you got to go up an octave and then you got to drop the octave whenever you need to. Like, so that's how I do it. Familiar with your own vocal range. And you have to kind of, you don't need to understand what notes, what notes are what, which, but you do need to understand your the relationship to each other. Like you don't know have to know what C sounds like or D, but you need to know like what what it means when the line drops so far. Like you need to j- just be able to. And, and yeah. by the way, it is way harder to gold star on vocals. By the way, it is, is it? so much easier on instruments. It's because you have so many less opportunities to make points. Oh yeah. Well, you know what kills me is like you talk about the octave drop or whatever. Like there's some ones that I just don't expect. Boulevard of Broken Dreams or whatever, and it's like, I walk this level. I gotta go high, lonely road. <laughs> and it is the only one that I am. <laughs> like, I'm like, livid. I'm like, what is, why can I not get this good mid ground on this one? It's funny when people who are unfamiliar with it, like, do your, do your daughters just watch you and they're like, what the fuck is he doing? And then they look at the TV and you're, you're fucking 100%ing the song and they're like, oh, I guess it works. I don't know. I know it's kind of sucks. No, I mean, it's so weird because like my daughter, you know, she's in choir or whatever. So she's able to sing high enough to cover the full range. Like she did like the whole, uh, Paramore song that's included in the box. I forgot it was. Oh, still into you, which I was doing that one too. And I was doing really good. I saw you playing it. Cause when you on on Xbox, you can see it's like playing rock band Four, still into you. And I saw you playing. I'm like, Phillips playing fucking Paramore. Ha ha ha. And then I saw you, like I saw you go into the, the menu and then I saw you go back into still into you. I was like, is he singing the Paramore song again? I guess he really likes that (laughs) song. It's a really good song. Still into you. But there's one part in the song right near the end where she gets like a really weird cadence and she starts like, 
I don't know, like hesitating in between some of the words, not hesitating, but like she like holds like a pregnant pause or something. And <laughs> I think it's called like, that part really. Okay. They rest in between a couple parts. And I'm like, man, that part really messed me up. Like I almost failed the song because I did like a hundred percent until this one part. And then my daughter came in and I'm like, Oh, here comes the hard part. And she's like, Oh, the hard part already happened. It was like the long note where it's like still into you. And you like holds it really long, but then she gets yeah. that and then she almost fails. And she's like, Oh God, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the song. it's like, it gets weirdly, hard at some point well it's like it's like what we were saying where the end uh the end is more important than the first 90 percent, and that's how rock band singing is then the in the you you sing in phrases and they're all broken up you can see where they're broken up and the the last 30 percent of the phrase is like 80 percent of the movement in your awesome meter or whatever whatever yeah. counts as getting 100 on it so if you need to breathe always finish the phrase and then breathe at the beginning of the next phrase so that like you can miss the first like 10 percent of the first of the first phrase and it doesn't matter you can still 100 that part there's a lot of little nuances to rock band <laughs> okay now that we're back from metagaming rock band vocals uh gundam evolution nave i'll take these first final words i love this game like there was parts of me when i was playing this i'm like Am I going to pick this for my game of the year for cooperative game of the year or something like that? <laughs> like from like the day one, when I downloaded this, I played one match by myself and I'm like, oh man, that's good. That's some, <laughs> some quality game right there. Like, because I, we, we've, we talked about it multiple times. The big eggplant in the room is that Overwatch 2 is out. It's the big budget AAA, Blizzard, Activision, whatever, Microsoft now, objective team-based shooter if you're not playing CSGO still, I guess. But this game, it just felt so much better to play. Maybe it's because it didn't have all the baggage. Maybe because I didn't have any impression of the characters besides they're cool giant robots. I don't know what hooked me so much with this game, but I fell in love with it. The problem is, is it's Gundam. And I think that creates it in its own niche because there was a lot of weeb gamer tags in our lobbies when we were playing this. Yeah. A lot of a lot of Naruto Hokage is going on. <laughs> so I think this game is going to be a niche hit for basically any of the, the Gundam fans. They're they're gonna point in this game and be like, look, a good Gundam game. But the problem is this game doesn't have any of the I feel like the Gundam lore in it besides the character descriptions and I guess their abilities. Which man, I cannot like if they keep adding characters to the game, there's like one character in uh in wing that's a gundam that has a scythe and i'm like man i want i want laser scythe to be in this so bad like he's like a grim reaper just cutting people in half but i'm gonna recommend this game 100 if you just like any type of shooter jump in this you'll have a good time so play this game it's free i just don't think it's gonna like i think it's always gonna be there it's gonna stand the test of time for a while i'm gonna keep it installed i'm gonna keep playing it but i don't know if it's gonna be a hit no crossplay. So yeah. that's that's gonna hurt the the lobbies in Xbox. It's already it takes a minute to find a ranked match, like quite yeah, a few but minutes. Actually, you're also you're in gold, which is like, how many ranks are there? I don't know. I think there's a lot of ranks. I think it's Some like the bottom three is like bronze, silver, gold, and then it has like the top three, which is like you know obsidian, uh, quartz, and I don't know pillow sheets, and then you have like master class, <laughs> which we got gold in Halo. Yeah, look at we're us. Good we're for ourselves in we're top shooter. low tier. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm, I was, I'm, cr I crush at Halo, dude. I was really upset actually. I was like, gold. In season one, I was Onyx. Like, they fucking dropped me to gold. Really? All right. They want to make you play. They're like, you got to play during that rank, right? 
Yeah. Well, I think I was in Onyx, but I think I ended in Diamond. I have the Diamond thing. I slapped it on this. You can slap stickers on your gun, and whenever you I finished in Diamond, they gave me a Diamond sticker to Diamond rank on the, my assault rifle, so I can flex I, on the nerds. What do you? Just tell me your final words for Gundam Evolutions. Oh, um, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't. I don't think I'm a little. I'm. I'm not down on it, but I'm a little bit more pessimistic of the game's future than you are. Um, I didn't really see anyone wearing like too much cosmetic. I don't think I saw really any. I, I saw a lot of the skins that you can get from the loot boxes, but I never saw the really cool premium stuff. And I think in order to get like there, I, if it wasn't 40 bucks, I was like, You're I kind of want this. It's like 40 bucks. Yeah. For the, oh well, see, God. this is the thing is that it's a big old bundle, but I just want Jim's skin, but it's in the bundle. So I have to spend 40 bucks and get like eight people's skins. Right. Or like, like okay. there's like three or four people's skins. And it's like, it had gun tank and Jim and stuff in it, but I only wanted Jim's. And it's like if you if the if the store was a little bit more like diverse, I think I would like it a little bit more. It's kind of like in Halo Infinite store, it's like there's only like four things on sale at any given time, and it's random every week. It takes a whole week to switch through, and there's not that much. But some of it's really cool. I'm like waiting patiently for the for the cosmetic team to really kick it into high gear for Halo Infinite because, dude, I I love the I love customization in some games specifics it's, it's got to be a specific look and halo is right there on in it in that shit and gundam was almost there too it's just that everything is just a coat of paint and so if i could like make my if i can make my gym noticeably different like if i could have a cool ass shield or whatever oh dude a good shield design would be everything for jim because that's all yeah. you see when you look at him it's just a yeah that's shield. all you see is it's just a shield comes around the corner <laughs> like the bomb <laughs> defusal squad people you know, oh, which I did get kind of annoyed the second I saw that half the loot box I opened was just keychains to put on my gun. And yeah. it looks it looks so stupid on someone because like Gun Tank, his hands are his guns. And he's just got <laughs> stapled onto the side of his little gun just dangling down. I have a little Barbados mini chibi figurine. I, I think it's cute because the first place I saw stuff like that was in Rainbow Six Siege. And I, I, I liked it in Siege. I like it even more in Halo Infinite. Cause there's some pretty goofy one. Like there's the paperclip, like clippy. Yeah. You know, you can get the. I don't know how you get some of this stuff. And that's the thing too, cause it's like since they're only on rotation, you can only buy them at certain parts of the fucking year. And it's like I, if they just had it open to like League of Legends, you know, like uh, you, they just have all the skins right there. I know, but it's, Fortnite does the rotation, and they're super successful. So that's probably where they get that from. Yeah, gotta be. It's depressing. All right. Uh, was that your final words? <laughs> I guess it, the game is good. I, that sounded negative. I feel like I went on a rant for no reason. Uh, the the game is really good. Um, I'm not sure how much I'll play it. I'll keep it installed because Philip's pretty enthusiastic about it. I would rather play Halo Infinite. <laughs> that's where I'm saying. That's where I keep I keep coming back to Infinite is because that's what's directly on my mind. Like in comparison to this, because it's also free to play multiplayer. Yada yada. I haven't played Overwatch 2 at all yet. So, but it's like. Uh, Halo Infinite's getting its sea legs right now. Like if this if this game had come out like four months ago before Halo Infinite got the custom games and the custom game lobby and Forge came out and all that stuff. Like, I probably would have been like, fuck yeah, let's play the shit out of this. Fuck Halo. I, Halo's more fun, but now that and now that it has all of this stuff, you should probably go play that since it's free and it has cross-play and the lobbies are always full and stuff. But uh, I, I I don't hate this game. <laughs> come Great review. Yeah. Maybe in a year we'll come back when they add, a, I don't know, the human skin to the game. Yeah, Hatsune Miku. It's the gun tank skin. <laughs> well, I I would use that. It just has giant pigtails, but it's just it's just gun tank. It's just gun tank with Hatsune Miku's pigtails. 
and instead of uh, cannons, he has leeks. <laughs> Isn't that what? Is that that's the same character, right? I don't know. Is, uh, a big old green onion. <laughs> I think that character has a green onion. Like far fetched. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. Far fetched. Yeah. The Pokemon collab. I mean, Blastoise. You were right with Blastoise. I was thinking more about the 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 RoboCop mechs. It looks just like the RoboCop mech, but with Blastoise cannons. That's what I thought you were going to okay, say. Okay, yeah, I, I kind of see that, yeah. All right, so that covers Gundam Evolutions. Nate, what are we playing next week? But remember, next week is a very important episode for us. What? It's going to be the last game of Season 2 of Gaming Together. Oh, are we doing the season thing also? The Is it? Yeah. After that, it's going to be our end-of-the-year episode. I don't remember. I don't remember nothing. Um, you're, you're, you got your work schedule fixed, right? Yeah. You fucking slapped him around? Told him what was what? Not exactly, no. You're like, yeah, hey, my, my podcast work... is more important than this job, and <laughs> yeah. I will quit if you don't change my... I, I have to play video games and talk to people on the internet. The... Um, what, I mean, what do you want to play? I don't... Since, since the next week is so... It, it's like the holidays and everything. I don't know. We can't play something big. Let's play, let's play another bite-sized game. I don't know. I... You know, we can always play Spider Hack if you want really bite sized. I don't. I don't know if you? I want to play Spider Hack. <laughs> I'll, I'll just maybe we'll think about it. We'll think about it. Divinity Two is on sale. Might just buy it for you. Oh, uh, don't because I'm pretty sure someone <laughs> else bought that for me <laughs> because it was on my Amazon wish list because that's how like our family does like Christmas gifts for each other. You just put it on your Amazon wish list and it's not there anymore. So either <gasps> someone went there, deleted it for me, or someone bought it. I think that pretty much like there's no way we complete complete Divinity Sent though. That'd be a great first episode for next year. God, I I've been looking at it like ooh ooh. Uh, what's it thing? What's it called? Uh, getting got a trailer. Damn it! What is it called? That's like Divinity. You know what I mean? Big. Oh, Solasta two. Return no, of the King. No, not it, It's it's what those games are based on. You know what I mean? Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, what are you talking about? No, I think it starts with a C. Diablo four. Not Diablo. That what that did show up though. Um, it's 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 just D and D a D and D game. Oh, Neverwinter. No. That's an MMO, isn't it? Yeah, but it's based on D it's in the D D universe. No. We should play I, I'm not gonna remember. I'm not gonna remember. It's usually a PC game. Someone's fucking screaming at the radio right now. Or whatever the fuck you listen to this oh, on. Oh, Might and Magic. No, that's not it either. <laughs> Dark Messiah. <laughs> Dark Messiah, Might and Magic. Was that game good? I remember playing it, but I don't remember any I remember the yeah, ogre same. troll things. I remember playing it, but I don't remember it was good. All right, we need That's to wrap like, this up. So they, I watched oh, this video talking about Quake 4. Do you remember Quake 4? Is that on the, the one that was like open world kind of in the multiplayer? No, no it was like it was just like uh, it was just like the first Prey. It was just a boomer shooter kind of, no, an older one, it. 360 version. But it's like uh, I watched him play. It was Civi 11, awesome fucking YouTube channel. Go check it out. It's um, he was like, this is the part of the video. This is the part of the game that everyone remembers about this game because I don't remember. I didn't remember a single damn thing about the game. But the part where they turn you into a strog, where they're okay, you're, you're I like remember that. on a yeah. surgery table, yeah, yeah, and they're like cutting you open and stabbing you in the brain and shit. It is pretty good. He also does this really funny joke where he's like, he got a Steam Deck. There, it's a whole like bit in on his show is that he's like in prison, in like a prison. He's being forced to review games in the future or whatever. And there are robots that harass him that look like they're out of Mystery Science Theater. But um, <laughs> so he gets a. He's like, I got my Steam Deck, and then in the video, the robot throws the Steam Deck off of the balcony so that he can't get it. And then it comes back with like eight more Steam Decks, and he's throwing them. He's like, I don't even care. He's like, Hey, Civi. This one's got this good emulator, yada yada. And he's like, does it got Minish Cap on it? He's like, yeah. He's like, does it got 
<laughs> Pokemon Fire Red. Yeah. Throws it off. He's like, <laughs> Quake Force. <laughs> this fight is really good. <laughs> so I love that guy. All right. Well, let's call it here. Thanks for joining us, co-op partners. Maybe next time we can all drive some robots together. Or spray a spray. Oh, I didn't talk about the sprays. Uh, what about the sprays? It's fun. You put a spray on a wall, and then the Gundams walk up and put their face on the wall and stare at it. This is a thing in a lot of these games, like Counter Strike, where you point, your, you see someone point their gun directly at the, at the spray, just trying to see what the spray is. It. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>